Welcome back everyone to Phil's Recap and Review, The Walking Dead Season 7, Episode 14, The Other Side, and here's two very unusual kind of creatures, like Trevor, again, Simon, or whatever you want to call him, probably my favorite part of this episode tonight. We're going to talk all, get into this episode, talk all about it, get all up underneath it, but I'm not alone. I have with me, as always, some of the best, the wonderful, the I might be alone tonight, but I have with me the mother fucking chat. And you know what? Everything's positive tonight. There's gonna be no negativity. It's gonna be happy gumdrops and bubblegum fairies about this episode of The Walking Dead. But no, who, who, oh, I heard a breath. I have with me tonight, Joe Dirty Locks. How's it going tonight, Joe? Hey. This episode was awesome, dude. Oh, dude. Such great character depth, such great cinematography. Amazing. The writing was amazing. Unbelievable. And, and what was incredible about it is there was so much that happened in this episode that totally needed its own episode that couldn't have been compacted into another episode. Oh, right, it, right, no. It was awesome. Fucking awesome. But this is where we come to a conflict, Joe, but we'll get into it. We'll get into it in a little bit, but... The conflict is, I think there were very good scenes in this episode. This was a collection of- Which which, which scene would that be, Phil? The scene where there's a magic tunnel out of nowhere? The, hey, that, a, hey, that Andy, he said Joe! At some point off screen that we might need a quick way out, so I built a tunnel. Joe, Andy Dufresne. What it takes to build a fucking tunnel, dude? Joe, Andy Dufresne built the tunnel. Leave the tunnel alone. And and I I liked uh, I liked a lot of scenes in this episode, but I don't feel like it had much cohesion when it really comes down to it. But let's look in the live motherfucking chat. Oh, Tim's in there. Al Red Sox fan. Nobody's like Rosita. I mean, uh, uh, whatever the hell your name is. Sasha, why are you so dirty all the time for the last three weeks? Covered head to toe in dirt. Have you been? What did she do with all the dirt she pulled out of that fucking tunnel? Again, we've seen Shawshank Redemption, Joe. We know that can be dropped all over the yard. Prison Break. There's a whole series based around it. People can drop dirt. Yeah, but, uh, but you want me to hide some that, dirt, Joe? I can hide you some dirt. The thing about Shawshank, though, is. It wasn't like at the end of the movie, it was like, haha, magically I built the tunnel. We saw him doing it. <laughs> and Sam Burbier picture says, best episode of the season, hands down. One true David, you fuckers, what's up? I didn't watch, but had to come here and drop in. Al Red Sox fan. <laughs> and how the saviors did not get get them into that building. What's up? We got the walking David in there and the one true David. We got David Squared going on in the chat right now. Who brought Maggie the rock hammer, Phil? Who? Who? Was it Morgan Freeman? Who, who did it? <laughs> Not Maggie, Sasha. Who gave Sasha the rock? And, uh, Champion says, damn right, another filler episode. Is Joe living in Japan? What's going on, Tom? Says, Are there secret tunnels everywhere, asks Cheryl. Chillin'. Hey, Al, it's The Walking Dead. Oh, shit, Nick Diaz is in there in the house tonight. Fucking lots of love to Nick Diaz. But, okay. So, before we go any further, if anyone wants to reach us, the best way right now is to jump live into that motherfucking chat with some of the best people in the world right now talking about this episode and talking about a lot of other fun stuff. You can also call in at 781-990-8509, well, 8509, and to leave a voice message if you want right now, and at some point we could possibly open the phone lines too, but as of right now, just taking some voicemails at that line. You can also text that line at 781 8509. You can email me at igetissuesman at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe. Join us all season. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Woo. Okay. So let's get into this, Joe, in the sense of I I did not like the start of this episode from last 
like last week, but I did also like how we got to see a lot of stuff and not shown, but it's decent stuff tonight. Good scenes, no real excitement. I loved everything that Simon was in, the Simon and Greg stuff. Oh, Two characters that yeah. were nothing to do with like our group of characters. This is what I wanted to say. Everything that had nothing to do with our characters, for the most part, I liked. And I also liked the Maggie and Daryl scene, but we'll talk about that in a second. The... But the Simon and Greg stole this episode, and what was great about this episode for me was all Simon and Greg. Two excellently cast actors kicking ass on screen. I, I love their stuff together. So especially Simon, especially Trevor. He is owning every second he's on screen. He's the best thing about The Walking Dead right now. Yes, I, I, I agree that uh, he's fantastic in the role to put him in, and he does have an extremely great expressionful face. Yeah. Um, his his brand. I I was saying to Katie like right after he said that line. I said you know, he would have made a much, much better Negan. I, I mean, he, neither one of them has the physical size that I thought Negan needed as to what he looks as how he looks in the books. That leather coat just doesn't make uh, Jeffrey Dean look any bigger. It just makes him look weird. I don't know, <laughs> but but uh. I think I think Trevor or uh, yeah, Tre what did you call him? What Simon? Simon is Trevor. We, we can go with Negan. Trevor. I also like everything we got with Jesus, but why are they giving us so little Jesus? He shows up in the, at the beginning for the speech with Maggie, and then at the end with Gregory. I wish we got more scenes littered throughout this season. Just and this is the, the crying, cry me a river here. I because I like the I like Jesus. Mixed with uh, mixed with Gregory's scene too at the end, where where Jesus is finally like, I don't give a shit about what you think, and and I think all of his scenes are good. I think the actor does a really good job with the character. I just don't think they're giving him enough to do. He the, he's almost similar to other actors that they've had in the past, like like when Tyrese was on the show, they never knew exactly what to give him to do, so he was always in the background a little bit. The actor that plays yep. Jesus really is bringing Jesus from the page to life better than almost uh, most other people have done, but he's not getting a lot of fanfare or talking about him because they're just not giving him shit to do. But he kicks kicks ass every time they give him shit to do. We we have to go in the misadventures of, of Sasha and, oh and Rosita, which, which I don't think... I like to, and this might seem like blasphemous for everything this season, is I think it was just all a mask because Sasha's going to Star Trek and they need to get her off the show. I, I Maybe yeah, she'll be back exactly next week, is. but it's like, it's like, hi, I'm going to go off. I'm going to beam up to my starship so I can be on the Enterprise now or something. And they want to make it vague. Maybe she'll be in the last two episodes no. in the season and I'm wrong, but. She's at least going to be in one of the last two. She's going to be in the next episode or the episode after that because she's not dead and she's in the middle of the compound. So she will be back for another episode episode at least one more maybe episode, but this was such a let's all say goodbye to each other fucking bullshit that it was absolutely ridiculous and really did they think eugene would run after they know about about the saviors where the fuck are you guys gonna go eugene's not that fucking fleet on his feet for christ's sakes like they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be out in that compound 30 seconds after you leave and be like oh look at bill someone shot him in the head hey where's eugene Duh. all right Dr. Eugene. They know Fiedler. that area a lot better than these three fucking know, know this area. Like, it, it just seemed ridiculous. We're, we're going to go break them out? No, sit there. Be fucking patient. Wait. 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 Okay, you saw him. You didn't get your shot. Great. It might take three days of fucking sitting there, but you sit there. You wait. You stay in cover, and eventually you get your fucking shot. <laughs> Period. Uh like... 
I, hey, I love you, Sam Burbia Pictures, but if you don't like us talking about this show, I, with all respect, I am so sorry. And you can listen to us talk about other shows. And please well, check out some of our other, re- other reviews. But this is us honestly talking about. We can't lie. We're not going to pander. I just want to touch this because we've got a Correct. lot of messages this week. People sending me, if you don't like it, don't talk about it. I enjoy talking about the show. I wish for the best of it. I'm sorry that my opinion isn't the same as yours. And I'm sorry that you want it to be. I appreciate that you liked it. Appreciate that I didn't. And if you don't want to hear me talk about it, I appreciate that too. Here's, well, here's the thing. Now, for all those people who want to say that what we say about the show, if we don't like it, if you don't have anything nice to say, basically don't say it at all. It's this stuff that we're saying isn't coming from a place of malice. It's not coming from a place of we just hate this show. We've spent six seasons along with everybody else in our, what, seventh season now? Watching this show, loving this show, you know, being with our characters. And I really feel like as much as they're sticking with the book, they's just they're not they're not giving it enough attention to the small details. They're not they're not uh, they're not doing the job that I know that they can do and they have done in the past. And so it's upsetting to me as a fan, as a super fan. I this is number two edition. I like Robert Kirkman's work on The Walking Dead so much. I'm a fan of Outcast as well. Like <laughs> this isn't something that I hate. I love no. it. No, That's and, why and I, I watch it every week. That's why we come out and we talk about it for three hours. We love this show. We don't watch it just so we can rip on it. We started watching it because we love it. We still love it. We're just upset. You you know, your kid does something wrong. They they uh they forge your signature because they didn't, didn't, didn't do well on tests in school. You don't then fucking hate your kid and say, I'm never talking about you or to you again. You still love your kid. You just you know, like no, no, the no, show no. is fucking up, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna sit here like, like I have no allegiances to anybody in the show, and I, nobody's paying me to to give an opinion like Chris Hardwick sitting on a couch. I'm not blowing smoke up your asses or my ass or Phil's ass. I'm gonna say what I see, Joe. In fairness, I, you I'm have sorry about it. In fairness, you literally have blown smoke up my ass one time, Sam Burbia. I wasn't specifically <laughs> talking about you. <laughs> no, I actually did have my notes because I wanted to address this because I did receive a lot, a couple of messages from a lot of. Like, like a handful of messages from people saying, "If saying, guys, we love you, but if you don't like the show, stop watching. It's going to give Joe a heart attack. You know, things like things like that. Don't watch." So I just wanted to address that. It's not directed specifically at you, Sam Burby. You were yeah, just I wasn't you directing were... that at anybody, but in general, a general disclaimer for yeah. sure. Amen. Okay, Joe is correct. Joe read blah 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 blah. Okay. So, anyways, enough enough of that. Enough of that. Okay. So, uh, but I thought it was a decent episode. I but I, like I said, I just didn't like anything to do with our main character. The Sasha in the Rosita stuff was just eye-rolling. I think the actresses did a decent job. I think specifically the actress that played Rosita did a decent job. But it was so predictable where it was going to go after a certain point in time. And it was so just... Like you said, it was like the march of goodbye to Sasha. Goodbye, Sasha! Goodbye, exactly Sasha! That's exactly what it was. That's yeah. exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. And it was, it was like girl time. We got we to gotta resolve their issue before we kill off one of them again. Like, like, really? Like, really? Dark said he'll Just he'll fucking really. Dark said he'll super chat a dollar for a Joe Hart attack. <laughs> I added the to- I had the dollar. <laughs> that's part. all. That's all it's worth. I uh, Critch says I didn't dislike this as much as you guys, but the cumulative assaults of my su- uh, suspension of what the fuck is now telling. <laughs> oh. Just that that tunnel scene was was like a like, quick. Let's go. It's time. Oh, great. All our bags are packed, even though we weren't planning on going yet. And we have this really handy tunnel that, you know, lets out at some point on the other side of the wall. 
Yeah. And the last like, thing, uh, just fucking what? And the last thing I'll say about and it. How did she know when she started digging? Right, his th- like when you start digging a tunnel, like have you ever like like no like they're on a hilltop. They're on the hilltop, right? <laughs> That's not just a mound of fucking dirt. A hilltop is usually a big fucking rock that's got a little dirt on it. <laughs> you know, like enough dirt to hold some trees and bushes, but usually a mound or a hill like that is a big fucking rock. And they don't usually go that deep where you can make some sort of big fucking tunnel through a hill. Like that was going to take pickaxes or fucking dynamite probably. Like I don't understand, I don't understand the logic of that. And I guess it's, I guess it's, you know, I have to suspend disbelief. I know too much maybe about like, I don't know. Just Digging like, holes? You know too much about the like street sign. Like those things, I, I I know too much about how much street signs were to have like felt that that scene with Carol was good at all. You know what I mean? Like Joe says, I'm going to call, different Joe says, I'm going to call bullshit. Sasha and Rosita are supposed to be trained in military tactics. What the fuck? Putting a sniper rifle out a window? Okay, that's what I wanted to get to too. You're telling me that we're supposed to imagine that Negan's crew, this is where I'm going to get a little Joey here, whatever. You're, you tell me Negan's crew is supposed to be, you know, they scouted out everywhere. They have this whole, they had this walker fence set up, all these type of things, but they didn't scout out or they're constantly not scouting out the buildings that have perfect sniper range into the house. He's pissing off all these people. He's not scouting out the book... The they're, fucking they're, warehouse they're, across the street. In those towers. Yeah, wouldn't you? You have everyone's guns. Wouldn't you have someone stationed at every possible location all around? You have the guns. You yes. have the numbers. You're protecting it. Negan, in this world, the Negan we've seen, isn't an idiot. He's able to get one over on Rick by 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 putting him on tilt and then fucking him over in the season finale of last year. You're telling me he's not scouting out the building right across the fence, right in front of the front door. He doesn't have people out there scouting that out daily that they're right. hanging you, a sniper you, you rifle out a window patrolling. They're you, using you it. Have... Joe, they're sticking it out the window. The, the night, the rifles out the window there. You can see they're like, Hey, you guys. I mean, maybe it's further away <laughs> than it seems, but in the episode, it didn't seem that far, that far away. No, how could it have seemed that far away? Like all this, they were like, "Oh look, there's Eugene. Quick, let's go get him." Uh, Nick Diaz says, "Well, the one thing is, Phil is that Negan and his crews aren't very skilled. They rule by fear. Out of all the groups, Negan group is probably the least proficient in skills and just and douchebaggery and and hey, we're good at everything. Blah 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 blah." And I don't remember Sasha being military trained. I remember her. She comes into the show with her brother. She barely knows how to use a gun at that point. She basically learns when she's with the governor how to shoot, right? Am yeah. I wrong? No, no, I think, um, uh, yes, she discovers that right around that time, she discovers she's a good shot in that situation. Yeah, that's that's what happens because she outshoots Tyrese and like, oh, wow, you're a, you're a, excuse me, you're a crack shot. Tyrese can't shoot for shit. Excuse right, me, I, I remember that She outshoots that Tyrese at, at some point, right, like, it was just, I don't know. And Sam like, says it. The savior, know, the savior should have snipers perched all around that area. They right, should. Right, because early warning is a great, like, oh, look, there's a herd coming. You know, Ooh. if we had someone on that building that could have given the, us 10 minutes, you know, of like a heads up, there's a uh, gunman coming or zombies coming or just come on, like... And we even have Rick rail against this last when they get to Alexandria. How could we not have any fucking and the, you know you know guards on the wall or in the church tower and shit like that? And but Negan's got outposts all around, miles away, but he doesn't have the the perimeter of his fucking camp of his main base with all the enemies that he's fucking made. 
Yeah, and uh, the, wouldn't there also be suspicious of that car fire not too far far away? So, right, exactly. Right, right, right. You know, there's a a sudden things that like. Okay, okay, Joe. We'll, we'll get. We're gonna get to it. Actually, the saviors are thugs, and Negan thinks he's a god. So I'm not surprised they're not proficient. Sa- saviors are too confident. That, to my point, maybe the saviors are too confident, are getting to that point where they feel like they have all the areas in the Alpha Quadrant on their thumb, and that the the Dominion has too much control. I mean, excuse me, that the saviors have too much control of this area right now, and there's nothing that any of these powers can do. So why bother even? That that none of these guys have any balls. The only reason I question that is because it seems like Negan's tactics is to be over overly careful he's very extra careful about keeping his power with the way that uh you ha- he has his underlings uh b- kill people for missing one watermelon or something uh, so so maybe he would scout things up but i could buy that the saviors are too confident about a frontal attack because they don't think too many people know where they live and uh, even though we got the answer of how they're going to get in the front door of the this of uh of the savior's head. Well, right. Well, that's why we don't have a squadron out front, but we have people in posts around it. Like that's just common sense. That's not even no, like I I'm, mean, I'm overconfident. I become overconfident because I put people in the buildings around my town. I mean, T minus how many <sighs> how many episodes before Rick is torturing Gregory at or Maggie's torturing Gregory to get the location or to bring him to get a front you know, get an exit into uh, into Negan's headquarters there. I, I mean, because now that we know that he has an in through, the, if he shows up to the front gates and there's no shenanigans about, there's going to be some shenanigans about and he's going to end up at that gate at some point in time or they're going to follow him and use it as an opportunity to break in and figure out where exactly they're going. They have scouts watching the hilltop in Alexandria, so it would make sense. I can see Eugene ratting and Sasha end up dying and Rosita lives. The real question is, says Dave, Walking David, what does the grumbly gun toy that Eugene took have to do with this all? What, David? What? What? Jesus knows. How- oh, yeah, Jesus does know how to get there, and we saw the map and stuff, too, so maybe, maybe that's not the case. Joe just had to run out of here and vomit due to uh, his opinion of the episode tonight. And... <laughs> And uh, the producers are pushing pushing women power like Game of Thrones does. Jesus knows how to get there. Uh, I can see Eugene Rad. Oh, okay. Robert Kirkman equals so much logic. Okay. So, so, so yeah. Again, overall, I think this was as bad as we're as much as we're going at it right now, Joe. I think uh, I think this was one of the better episodes of the half season. Tilt your uh, microphone up, Joe, to where it was. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's no, good. Yeah. No, I mean, it didn't. By saying it's one of the better episodes, I I don't know if I can go that far. I can say that it's one of the not sucky episodes. Okay. One of the not as sucky episodes. Six of one happened. It was pretty fucking boring. There was no, (laughs) there was zero character development. Like, there was nothing that you can, our characters need no more development. All of our characters are developed. So basically, they have to move the story line. They didn't move the story at all. All they did was take an hour basically to get, to get Rosita and Sasha to feel better about each other. So basically what they did was they said, it's going to be more important for our audience to see these two come to some sort of, uh, you know, quick superficial get back on each other's good sides before Sasha dies because they had Abraham in common rather than, Give us an episode where we see Sasha build a fucking tunnel. 
<laughs> or at least I would rather see Sasha build a fucking tunnel. I really would because <laughs> this seemed very like this was this was okay, everybody. It's time to say goodbye to Sasha. So here's a heartfelt episode with these two. <laughs> like it just seemed it like. Like, why not? Were you gonna just give us the old TV trope? Ha ha! I have a tunnel. Why not just give us a TV trope? Ha ha! We're best friends again. They kind of did though. Like, 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 oh hey, look, let's learn how to tie knots, and we're best friends now. And let me open up to you like, and tell you about how I used to be a, I, I like, uh, like Siler or like something like from here is where I go meet a guy, have sex with him a bunch of times, and steal his power, and then just leave. Yay! I'm awesome. Like fuck. At least it's better than the Rick and Michonne episode. So Zach is uh it's a fine she has a diamond pick's ass. DJ messaged me, oh what's up with the channel? Oh, okay, so we got lots of fuck. Jer everyone's like Joe preach. Joe Joe is on it tonight. Did Maggie even need to make a tunnel? Couldn't she just be have a hole on the other side? Couldn't she Maggie, just Maggie, I don't even know if Maggie knows about the tunnel. We never heard I don't know I don't remember Maggie ever saying anything about we need a tunnel. Sasha made said Sasha Sasha said Maggie says we needed a quick way out, so I built a tunnel. Ren Renwood, th hey Ren Renwood says yes, Joe. No plot progression whatsoever. And right, exactly. There was no plot progression. There was no. There's, our characters are pretty much built. We don't have anything that you need to give us to for for character building. We know where our story progression is going, and there was almost no story progression to this. This was mm. just a happy handhold on our walk to the fucking savior kingdom. In fairness, Joe, I really like a happy handhold sometimes if it's in the right part of my body. But I'd rather have a happy hand job than a handhold. <laughs> hey. I I, that was understood what I said, <laughs> sicko. But ultimately, couldn't you say that about this whole season? This this whole fucking season? The last season? three or four episodes, yes. But there was movement. I mean, we had two introductions of two new communities as well. Uh, well, with this season, I think the kingdom introduced at the beginning of this season. The uh, waterfront community also introduced this season. And our junkyard dogs introduced this season. So we've had <laughs> some world building this season, but it's been stretched out over the whole season. There hasn't been any development to those other groups, just like one shots and we know one group doesn't one group really hates the saviors and one group doesn't know how to speak fucking speak two groups don't know how to two, two groups don't know how to speak speak joe uh so right, exactly yeah i don't know how to speak speak apparently either but thou art don't know fuck. what thou art don't know what if you talk about joe uh steven dice says tom i always play grand theft auto after trevor's in an episode hey phil and joe your shirts are much better this week i'm a, i only found this at the bottom of my uh, i have no laundry and it's really cold today i think the tunnel was just a hiding spot that got expanded i only watched the walking dead to hear joe rant i love it what i continue to miss about the walking Walking Dead is the Walking Dead. Tired of the walking targets. Kenneth says, Joe, right. you're, you're the best. We actually had a, a, a zombie sighting tonight. We saw a, a good amount of zombie sightings. Two. Yeah, two or three. I, I think, like, and it, oh, so let's, uh, let's cut a hole in this fence, okay, and then light this car on fire. Then once they're distracted and have all come really close to us, let's run 10 feet down the fence and jump it right next to them. It was a, it was a sound plan, Joe. Sound plan. Why didn't they cut a second hole in the fence, <laughs> then go over and light the car on fire, and then just run through the fence? I don't, Joe. We don't want we don't want logic in this discussion, Joe. The, stop it. No, I'm kidding. I'm just Quieter, sitting. Quieter, quicker, stealthier, like. 
people say uh, makes sense. this season of the walking dead turns into the walking in circles what <laughs> world like, building <laughs> world building yes however the narrative has not been great since cory hey phil did you watch the I've, narrative is hard, yeah, bad atari not yet but i will uh, definitely talk about it when uh when when i eventually watch it kirk kirk i need your guns give us fire sticks this after show is so good i'm here and i don't even watch the walking dead dj one one toast to you brother you're fucking amazing <laughs> shut the fuck up joe uh sam burbier says i generally <laughs> i generally believe that the problem with the show is not the writing itself but the fact that they have 16 episodes to fill that immediately immediately kills the plot progression we i, I, th- I think they shouldn't have they shouldn't have expanded past the 10 or 12 uh i i wanted more but i i agree that with a show like this uh we don't have enough character like a game a, a show like game of thrones where there's so much in those books and there's so many characters they could have used 16 16 episodes a season and done everything in the books or maybe you know but with this show where there's not as many characters where there's not as much going on there's not as it's not as intricate involved in all these different schemes and plans and plots and all this other shit it didn't necessarily need to go up to 16 that was a complete money hog fucking move and it ruins the flow and pace of the show and it, and it and it's basically episodes like this which are just there to to fuel this, commercials. and I, and, I, and I'll add that the majority of this season has been that filling out a plot which could have been a lot tighter in if they just made The Walking Dead much, The Walking Dead tighter. makes AMC so much money that if the creative unit of The Walking Dead said we only want this dude this many episodes they would say whatever Whatever you guys want to do, and if they had like, we as had, long as you keep doing episodes, we'll we'll go back down to ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah give we, us two more seasons instead of one more season. Whatever, we don't care. Ren says, "I'm sitting here wondering what the hap- hell happened to my show this season. We've been literally living in a dump and bedazzle walkers. We have the Power Rangers Kingdom, who are melon shorts, and then we have Colonel Sanders at Hilltop and his Georgia crispy recipes." And I don't understand. I really don't understand this guy uh, on the Hilltop, Greg. Uh, why anybody listen to that shifty-faced motherfucker? Why anybody at any point in this guy's fucking... Every time we've seen him on scene, he has come off as nothing but a misogynist piece of shit asshole. He reminds me a little slimy, of... Slimy cocksucker. Like, he reminds me a little of, like, Lex Luthor a little bit, too. He's freaking evil. Not even. He's not even smart enough to be Lex Luthor. He's not even, like, cunning enough, and he's got no charisma whatsoever. He comes off like a fucking dick, and why anybody would be like, oh, let's let this guy sit up on the fucking high castle because he got here first and tell everybody what to fucking do? Fuck that guy. Knife to the back of the head, Joe. Yeah, of course those people showed up and tried to fucking kill him. They weren't working on on the savior's orders they were like when we get back to town i'm gonna kill that motherfucker for sending my brother out to go scout out some shit or something like they weren't working for the saviors they just wanted to kill that fucking piece of shit <laughs> N- he's N- got no reason to fucking be around whatsoever why he had, like maggie hasn't already fucking beat his ass in front of everybody on the fucking hilltop it's coming, it's coming, Joe, especially if you see the preview of next week's episode. Critch says, <laughs> the zombie, the zombies have become frustrating nuances. Nick Diaz says, I think Phil's going to need a couple of super chats tonight so he can booze enough to deal with Joe's anger. Claudio, great to see you, beautiful people. Again, Joe, are you aware who, oh, fuck, it's only, are you aware who's calling card president? It's only a matter of time. He's going to be taken out. 71 people it, watching, hit that thumbs up. Thank you, DJ. Colonel Sanders has 16 herbs and specialties. We can't kill him until we know the secret sauce. 
Ross. Dean is not scary as Negan. Love the actor, but not how he's portraying. Negan says Sylvia Love. Correct. So great stuff, everyone live in the motherfucking chat. You guys are fucking awesome. Thank you to everyone, and thank you, Nick Diaz, for pumping Super Chat. And I don't have any hard alcohol, but I will down a beer if that comes down to it and do a funky dance and play a weird song. But anyways, everybody, I think it's about time. Let's get into this, show. Why waste yeah, big, any more that time? big bottle of Russian standard must have got drank la the other night at the bachelor party. Yeah, it got... It, in a house with uh, it got 30 yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, single women. It got mixed into... I don't know about that, Joe, but it got uh, <laughs> it got mixed into a lot of mimosas and or just weird sort of uh, other mixed drinks and such. So uh, let me... Not mimosas. Uh, fucking uh, screwdrivers. So uh, one, two, three. Play the fucking song. Where is it? Where's the fucking song? Play that song? fucking song. So, yeah, you feel it. Yeah, see, I'm supposed to do it out of nowhere. So, Joe, it's about that time to... Break forth the room and the run. How much do you guys think Fear the Walking Dead siphoned off the good stuff from the main show, Joe? Recap! I don't... Fear the Walking Dead siphoned the good stuff from the main show? <laughs> Recap! You're saying Fear the Walking Dead has good stuff on it. Recap! Technical difficulty! Everyone, technical difficulties! Please light up your technical difficulties right now. Now is the time in the show we want you to. If you have some technical difficulties, if you have some hippie activities, now's the time. Some sandwiches. Yeah, now's the time. It's yeah, eat some sandwiches at the moment because my recap tonight is gonna be awful. For whatever reason tonight, I couldn't get into the taking notes flow, especially in certain sections. What like the reason why I I know why you had trouble taking notes, Phil. I know it makes perfect sense because it was like Rosita and Sasha talk. Rosita and Sasha talk. Oh look, there's someone interesting. Oh wait, back to Rosita and Sasha talking. More Rosita and Sasha scowling at each Joe. other and walking and talking. Joe, and what you was, ah, what you guys don't God. what you guys don't know is Joe and I are doing a screen share right now, and he's actually reading from my notes right now. <laughs> That was actually him reading from my notes. And uh, I didn't mean to imply that... F I, Chalk Boy says, uh, Joe, 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 don't get him wrong. He doesn't mean to imply that fear was any good. He just means uh -oh. maybe, some, maybe some of the energy in the Walking Dead room got separated. They they spread themselves perhaps a bit too thin oh, right. in like, the franchise. Like a couple of the writers were like, okay, we have... We want you because you guys have worked on this show. We want you two to go and help work on this other show. And that took some of the creative talent and mojo in the room of writers away. And now both shows suffer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, that's, that's basically what I think is implied. Do, 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 you, do you think there's any credence to that? I think there is. And I think um, my, I think the big problem with it is that they have no cohesive not in front of the cameras, but I think their cohesion in the producer rooms and in the director's chairs has been lacking. Uh, I look at how many different directors they've gone through, the showrunners themselves, who's in charge this season, last season, or you know, season two. It's changed hands so many times and they've handed over create creativity direction and things like that so many times that it's it's um that's what's making the show suffer a little <laughs> okay. and that's why i think there's so many people that are like i hated season two i love season four i hated season three i love season six because you know you may not realize it but certain directors and producers were working on the shows at different times so 
So, uh, my technical difficulties are filtered through water. Uh, Rosita and Sasha had so much in common, like red handlebar, mustaches, shagging in the taint, and STDs that they shared. PCI, have a good night. Hey, Joe, they tied their knots together. Exact, exactly, they took away the Joe-mentum. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Joe they braided each other's hair. Yeah, they braided each other's hair. I think it's just time. A show like this cannot go on for so long without sucking. And that's fair, too, that... It is not fear the walking Except dead. Except when you look at like a like, like there are shows that run for uh, twelve years or so that never lose their fucking edge. That still thirty years later, you can watch episodes of and be like, "Wow, this show like what really knew how to mash." M- mash, okay, but at the time, <laughs> but at, but but at the time, like, that's just right off the top of my head. Okay, but Star Trek. Mm, you mean Star Trek: The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine and Voyager and stuff? Yes. Like that they stayed consistent, but that they stayed consistent towards the end. But those were seven seasons apiece, and they had and and so this is season seven of The Walking Dead, and a lot of people think maybe both of those shows kind of went down in the last year. So seven I is guess, a tough yeah. seven is a tough number to go past. I DS Nine, I thought, got better in the last uh, season. So you're more of an though. you're more of an Esri fan than a Judzia fan. So you're like, oh, sh- stop this, stop Joe. So let's let's not let's not uh let's not get into no, the- not 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 necessarily because of how the cast went but i think the writing was really good in the fair, last in fair. the last few seasons and fair. i think what they did with the macro story in the star trek universe was pretty good okay was damn good and so, that's why i i, I agree i agree with you in the end i agree with you but it's that's that's a uh, story for a different, different po- podcast different yeah. podcast joe uh so but i think for the most part it's tough to, for a show especially based around what kind of thing because it has to progress somehow and we've been talking about this a lot this season i think it will help when there's an end date when they have an end direction where they want the show to go i think the fact that they don't necessarily know that it shows after a while because they're just spinning their wheels. Whereas any show, when it has a direction, it usually hits a wall. And then when they know they're going for that uh, stretch run, it can get good again. And that's what I'm hoping for The Walking Dead, that when it starts to go downhill to where the finish is, it can start to pick up steam and feel a sense of momentum to it again. Where right now, I just don't feel that momentum. I feel like they're in the tide pool walking in circles now. And even when it's good, it's a good stretch. You're swimming in that tide pool. Sometimes it's really hot out. You stretch out, that water feels really good, but it's not like going down a fucking water slide, which the show felt like to me for... At least, the, at least, except for some sections of the series, uh, season two maybe uh, gets talked about a lot. But for the most part, up until season five, halfway through six, I feel like I felt like I was going down a water slide. I didn't know what direction. I was having fun, blah blah blah. I didn't care if if I got a wedgie or something sometimes, but I'd still go down that fucking water slide. Whereas now I'm just in the kiddie pool and I'm sometimes piss wafts by and I'm like that's warm. Right, oh, you're that not even good. in the lazy river, dude. You're not yeah. even in the lazy river. No, there's not even a let. Well, a lot, a lot of the Star Trek season seven episodes and stri- weren't great. Let's talk about Maggie's baby. I thought she was pregnant some time ago. I remember she was in danger at some oh, point. Yeah. Tonight she looked like, like a yoga instructor. Just... Okay. Right. Jesus. But. Uh, but I, I, I said it, so let's get a little into the recap, but we're going to be talking about all this stuff the whole night. So we open up on a foggy image of Maggie walking to the camera to welcome you to a very special episode of The Walking Dead. She literally goes up to the camera like this. Come on in. Come on in. You, I expect like sparkle music. There were, uh, there were uh, like stars, stars everywhere. It was like, oh, welcome oh, to yeah. a very special day. The first 13 minutes or so of the show this week was was like basically montage. It was basically like 
Look at us get ready for war montage. Sharpen all, your knives. All the stuff training, that. Like I don't want to. You know, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what they were doing right before Rosita got there. I want to know what they've been doing for a while, like build, like tra doing all this training. Yeah, how did Maggie actually organize? I don't want to montage Maggie taking over Hilltop. I actually want to see Maggie taking over Hilltop. I want to see her tell Sasha to dig the fucking hole. I want to see her uh, convince Sasha to train these people in her knife in her knife uh, uh, monologue tactics. Right, right, exactly. So while Sasha is training everybody how to fight with knives. In her spare time, she's not only planning the assassination of Negan, she's also digging a fucking tunnel <laughs> and staying remarkably clean yeah. and nice looking. Oh, and, and Enid's there too. So we so we op open up on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Enid and, Enid and Enid. Yeah, we don't and care. Cuckoo we, and yeah, cuckoo. yeah, we don't care. But we don't care about Carl, Carl or anybody else. We we got an Enid. So so we so we uh, so we basically and cuckoo, and cuckoo and cuckoo cuckoo. So basically, we see the town forging weapons, sharpening them. We see Sasha and Enid, and we see Tiny Tim and Santa Claus. Oh and we no, see, yeah, we see him, we see him pouring a trident. Also, yeah, yeah we uh, do. Molten trident. But yes, in, and I'm oh, sorry. I just wanted to say, like. Uh, that's a surefire way to make a damn brittle fucking piece. Again, I, you know, I'm just a, I'm just a, a know it nobody, but I do know that when you pour fucking molten metal like that, it's very brittle, and that that trident might be good for one or two pokes in somebody's okay. chest, but ultimately okay, that's gonna break. We have we have some responses from the live chat. I heard during the world ended, but Kung Fu Ninja animals. Where'd the dirt go from the tunnel? They have four episodes of content spread across sixteen episodes. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, Joe, wait, Joe. To to be fair, they knew the saviors are looking for them. It's almost common sense to have some exit tragedy. Atari Dad in yes. capital letters, just so to make sure we read. It. it wasn't a fucking tunnel. It was hit. It was a hidden hole in the wall. God damn it! Stop calling it a tunnel. So it was a hole. No, she said she dug a tunnel. Not like it's just a hole in the wall. And they went down. You had to. You. She propped it open, and they both went down a hey, ladder. Anthony. They didn't just go through a f the hole in the wall. I. I'm. I. I must admit. I'm. I'm looking down, taking notes. I have to. Take a mulligan to watch the rewatch, Joe. But they climbed this down a ladder. You they climbed down a ladder at the wall. It wasn't just a hole in the wall. It was they they got into a box and climbed down a ladder. Like the, she didn't like just get in the box and move to the other side and then go through, Atari, the, go through the, a hole. The, the, the person who said the hole in the wall question, Atari Dad says, "Wait a second, there was a ladder?" Question mark. I was saying what I said. The uh, they put and Mary says they put the tunnel dirt in their pockets and they dropped it in the prison yard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Joe. Joe, they took the elevator down the shaft. Sasha's a master electrician, too. It's fucking Hogan's Heroes over there. Fucking, you know, Sergeant LeBeau built, you know, built them a nice little tunnel while they yeah. All, all I know, all I know, Joe, is I'm lucky that there's no super chat. I might pass out tonight from fucking the alcohol. It's crazy. It wasn't a fucking tunnel from all this shit. I'm gonna go crazy. They have four episodes. To be fair, the saviors know the coming. The fields are like on the Great Escape. Let's be honest. Uh, knife training, if you're a ninja, is pretty simple. Are there any zombies as badass as Robert Strong or the Mountain rule them all? Mountain would fucking wipe out this whole whole planet of uh, zombies, especially these ones. Yeah, it's just like the Great Escape, says Al, Red Sox fan. So, uh, don't know how they keep it hidden. Okay, so then we get to see an ultrasound with Maggie's baby to prove to you, everybody, she's still pregnant. And there's happy music, happy things. Everyone's happy. Sasha's drawing her plans of attack, and Maggie's taking notes, or I didn't know what the hell was going on. Enid survives a, uh, a, 
uh, Enid is really happy and she serves a big plate of food and they both sit and talk and suck <sighs> it and uh, eat some carrots and talk about days long past. But Sasha's not happy, and then we see Sasha with a knife, then we see everyone training with a knife, while Maggie plan, uh, watches Jesus do something, and Sasha moans. Finally, Jesus uh, Jesus says, uh, finally there's some words, and, uh, and Jesus comes in the room, and she hand, or Jesus hands Sasha the map to Negan's sanctuary while Enid watches and Maggie is like everything's gonna everything's gonna be all right and Sasha starts to make her plan so then we see Daryl outside afraid of Maggie playing with a stick now the stick what people don't know here's a Walking Dead fun fact the stick was the Dixon family Rubik's cube no one in the Dixon family can figure out <laughs> the mystery of the stick and he's like looking at it and uh, and and Maggie comes over and puts her arm on on Daryl lovingly, but then goes, eh, he kind of smells, so I don't really want to touch him. And he just can't figure out the stick, so eventually just throws it away, and and he, she goes inside. So, so this is and again, this is all kind of montage put together, like Joe said. This isn't any scenes or anything really happening. It's just yada yada. Here we go. Here we go. Then we go up. Yeah, it's it's all montage. It's really it's uh it's quiet. There's almost there's almost there's zero dialogue. And it's just a bunch of cutscenes of life at the hilltop, or a day in the life of the hilltop, because it's not even more than just like, you know, ten minutes. But like we see, like a bunch of different goings on. Yeah. It's and it's to build the mood of of everything's calm and everything's going as normal and everybody's just going about their day. And then ding a ling a ling a ling, ding a ling a ling a ling, dangers approaching. Oh, oh you forgot. You forgot, Joe. Before that, we get Gregory watching everyone do this, and this really cheesy banjo music comes in, almost like uh, Dukes of Hazard. Like them boys out there, that Maggie, that Maggie's on my farm out there. Yeah, Maggie. he's watching Rosita. He watches Rosita like he like turns to the window. He looks at his empty bottle. Then he looks at his half bottle of vodka or gin and then he sees Rosita strolling in and he kind of like creepy stares at her yeah yeah the red coat the, window. the yeah. red as walking David says the red coats are coming them red coats are coming <laughs> the mon the critch says the montage didn't bother me it introduces us to characters that have been in the memory hole I see what you're saying critch but I guess I just yeah I, I don't think that some of these characters had to be in the memory hole I, we could have actually done more stuff with them intertwined in this season but then maybe I would have complained about it that I don't give a fuck about these people so yeah like 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 see Jesus out guy like see Jesus out guy I don't know his name. I've seen him on the wall. And when he dies, I'm not going to give a shit. I don't need him in my memory bank. He's fodder. He's fucking red shirt. Just like all the zombies are red shirts. There's not, there's no zombie. We're like, Oh, I wish I got to know that zombie before he died. <laughs> These people are the same as the zombies for Christ's sakes. That like they have no lines. They're there just to die when the, when the shit goes down and they will, and maybe they won't. And who gives a fuck because <laughs> they haven't even told us the dude's name until he, until he like, shuts the door behind Jesus for what like really really Gregory I've just brought you one of our last bottles of tequila you're gonna drink it all yourself and then tell me to kick fucking Jesus out who's done more for this community than you have at all ever he's done more today than you have in the last since you got here <laughs> we need Mari, Mari the zombie. We got, oh, great to have you back in the live chat, Portuguese. You're fucking more than real. The chat missed you, my friend. 
So yeah, Gregory in, he's looking out at those damn, uh, those damn boys in that damn car and those damn kids as he sips his drink and looking at the youngsters causing a stir outside. He's losing his town and he knows it. Everybody knows it. And he feels it. He gets more booze as the song continues. We see a figure coming in the gate and it is Rosita. It's the end of last episode as the scene ties back up. I need your help. You're my only hope, Sasha. Because you're the only, you're the only one that's stupid enough to come with me on this mission. So then we start off with our episode Raleigh's actually. Star. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Raleigh. Raleigh's like, give me the fuck. Uh, Tim Gersh says, uh, Joe knows things. And Daryl still doesn't have a girlfriend, boyfriend. That would be interesting. <laughs> I know a little bit of a lot of shit. Yep. Joe. Only a little bit. I wish I knew a lot about one thing, but I know like one thing about a lot. Mm. It's not good. Yeah, it's a tough. <laughs> not a good combination. <laughs> <laughs> Another people that aren't a good combination are Maggie and Jesus, who have a talk about. Uh, oh, they're a great combination. No, they are. I like them together. I'm kidding, and 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 they have a very cool conversation where we get basically everybody welcome to the Jesus Exposition Show. Group home. This isn't like that, though. It's not like that at all. No, it isn't. Not even a little. I belong here. And Sasha's Sasha's watching this the whole time, and she's sort of creeping up into the conversation. And uh, and she once they walk out of the way, she sneaks into the trailer and she steals some bullets. And it's 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 just obvious what she's doing. And pretty soon, Jesus catches her. Let's listen to this scene. The other day. I want to fight you. You can have the bullets. I didn't know you had a gun. I didn't. I do now. Sasha, don't go. Not yet. Now, okay, a lot is built up in these episodes, Joe, about Rosita and Sasha's urge to act now. We have to do now. We have to do now, 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 now. Why? 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 What the fuck's up with that? Why? What exactly? Why? Why? Wouldn't they rather be successful in the mission and go with a lot exactly. of people? My, like I understand that they're I understand that they're mad, but Rosita and Rosita in this episode too. As much as I haven't been too hard on her in this episode, you fucking dummy, you big dummy, you're you're not taking big dummy. <laughs> you big dummy. She's going on about how yeah, and even when you do shoot him, he somehow comes back from the dead. You missed him. You missed the shot. It's not like you hit him and he survived, Rosita. You missed the fucking shot. And completely own it, own it. No, I fucked up. I missed it. I suck. I only had one bullet. That was stupid. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna if I and Rosita's whole thing like Rosita's even crazier than Sasha But I guess not because Sasha ultimately takes Rosita's plan at the end which was I'll just go in there I won't be caught. I'll beat people up. I'm fine. I can take the whole army sure you can who I understand that they're emotionally affected about losing someone losing someone's tough Everybody the whole group lost someone, but they're don't they want to win? Don't they actually want to kill Negan? Because this is just stupid. Let, oh God, there's a there's a raging fire in my neighborhood. Holy shit, there's people in there burning. I want to help them out. You know what I should do? I shouldn't wait for the fire department. I should go up there and piss on that fire. Because you know what? I got to get in there. I might, that my piss might be able to put out this fucking fire. You know, maybe I can run in there and help out and make a bold statement and do something like that. But, or maybe I should wait for the fire department to come. And that's, and that's my point. Rosita tried this one shot, one kill thing on a whim in the middle of Alexandria you big. a couple of weeks ago. 
shit didn't work. Now they have this, uh, like, that's my point. Patience. Patience is a virtue. If they had just sat in that spot and waited and waited, they would have been able to finally take a shot and end it. But they want to do it. I don't know. You're right, Phil. You're just right. I'll be back one second. That's okay. King McKay says, you big dummy. Yeah, Phil 2017. Joe, Joe breeds lather uh, Darth Vader. Yeah, Joe is Joe is microphone makes him a little bit uh, a little bit like the Darth Lord of the Sith, uh, Lord Vader. Uh, she lost she lost people close to her, so she needs some time to get her head straight. Can't get enough of those technical difficulties. <laughs> so good, you're so good. And all finished, Rosita and Sasha don't know that Negan isn't supposed to kill anticlimactically. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, our Tari dad. So, okay, so Rosita and they're going, and uh, so they kind of go back and forth. Are we changing your mind? No. She asks Enid if Maggie knows yet, as Enid and Maggie kind of get into Enid and Sasha get into it after the fact, after Jesus leaves. And Enid says, oh my gosh, Critch just donated $5. I have to take a drink, motherfucker. See, I don't have a shot, so... Here I go, I gotta finish this beer, I guess, or take a big chug off the beer. That's only fair, Critch. Thank you, motherfucker. Critch, fuck it. And thank you to everybody that's donated in the super chat. We're gonna try to figure out other cool ways other than getting me drunk on the live stream to uh, to, to uh, pay you guys back for the sweetness that you guys are offering us. All the vodka's gone, but this beer has gotta disappear. Holy shit. Fuck, 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 fuck. Love you, Critch. Fuck, 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 fuck. I'm stalling time. Here we go. Done. Critch. Fuck, dude. And someone's like, no drunk works. Okay, maybe it works. But when I pass out on the podcast, I guess that would be... That'd probably uh, be my our top top rated podcast of all time. Make sure to point the microphone up when you're when you're set, Joe. So thank you to Critch for starting the ball rolling and just doing that thing. No more super chat donations. I can't be guzzling beer, so <laughs> I gotta get shots for next time. But thank you, DJ One One. Have to have to keep it together. Okay. So Sasha, and thank then, you, Katie. Then we get into the Maggie and the I mean the Sasha and the Enid of it all and Enid says <laughs> taking it like a champ thank you Joe Madden and Enid says uh okay I'm not gonna ra- I'm, I didn't rat on you yet but I really think you should tell Maggie I- Enid actually acts as the voice of reason in this situation and all be all the shit I gave at the beginning I do have to say for the most part I liked Enid. I liked Enid in this episode. Having seen the actress in at the Walker Stalker Con talk on stage as herself, she kind of played herself in this episode. At that point, like when she was talking to the the savior, I and liked her performance of I'm a creep. Yeah, but I thought it was. But, I thought it was really good. I really right. I, I don't care about I really any. I don't it. care about any of that. Yeah, she was. She was fine and dandy. I just mean her personality when she was on stage between songs was the Enid that we saw in the scene with the savior. Oh my God! Whoopsie! Oh gosh! Like that. That sort of like that's her. Yeah. That's her natural personality. So it shows that. I mean, she's a decent actress, and I think she she was good. This was one of the better Enid episodes for me. I thought. I think I liked. I personally liked when she told off Sasha here in this scene, and she or not told her off where she's like okay you told me to worry about myself and JSS all over the place so you got five minutes and I gotta tell Maggie but did she ever actually tell Maggie because at the end of the episode Daryl finds out or maybe because Maggie told Daryl that what happened or what happened with the savior he would have told her where they went and what happened that's true 
Enid is starting to look like Rosita a little bit, says The Walking David. Enid is such a hottie, says Tom himself. My favorite scene was with Enid tried to seduce the savior dude. Uh, and, he shut, and he shut her down. That was awesome. Phil, I told you to put squirrels in your pants for Super Chat, Tim. No, well, she, she, wasn't, she really didn't really try to seduce him. She tried to distract him instead of trying to seduce him Very with the distract. Like, she could have done a different kind of uh, distraction technique. It might have worked a little bit better, but that might have been seen through as well. Yes. So. Uh, Tim, I don't have a squirrel, but next Super Chat donation, I'll shove Donald Duck down my pants if that matters, Tim. So, <laughs> anyways, so Enid is starting, uh, and there's no more teen boys to shoot eyes out. Enid is fucking pointless, though, says Walking David. Rosita's the real hottie, says Tim Gersh. So, uh, okay, so here we go. So Sasha and Enid, so she basically says, listen, do what you gotta do, but I think you should tell Maggie, and if you don't tell Maggie in five minutes, I'm gonna fucking tell Maggie. So... Jesus says, you can stay, Rosita, or uh, you, can, you can stay, Rosita can stay, but I won't push you because I know you're not actually going to listen to me. Uh, and he says some sort of Jesus sort of speech. You know, we're, we're only one in a group of many and we need to be, a, there's many fingers in the fist or whatever the fuck he said. He said some, he said some shit, whatever, some yada yada. You remember exactly what he said? I don't, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even realize this conversation happened okay so then sasha and enid talk sasha says you must uh sasha says to enid oh i was coming out of the bathroom i think okay so sasha I had to use the toilet at that point yeah, ultimately like that. jesus and enid and also <laughs> jesus and enid said uh we'll come with you and sasha says no you guys have to stay behind and protect the queen she's the future maggie's the queen she <sighs> you need to protect her yada yada where the fuck is this like like Save the Maggie, save the world shit from all of a sudden. Like, why is... Why? Wow, Joe, second hero's <laughs> reference of the night. Second hero's reference of the night, Joe. Save the Maggie, save the world. Protect the Maggie at all costs. At least they found a like. jean... Oh, Critch says at least they found a jean store to uh, store all their skinny jeans. The <laughs> <laughs> hey, one thing you don't want to lack in the zombie apocalypse is it is. It's true. Walking David, I love Heroes too, especially the first season. Uh, and I and I even like I, I like Heroes when it's bad. It uh, had its charms. Heroes season one was the only good season. It was the only season I watched. I watched so it. One I, season two made me quit. You're done. You're done. Once you saw those yeah, twins, same what, thing happened with Lost. Once you saw those uh, those twins in the desert, you're like, I'm done. I, I check out. I'm out of no. here. Once I knew for sure Silas, Silas wasn't dead, I was done. Silas is from Weeds. You're thinking of Siler, Joe, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Silas. Paul Silas. So Sasha and Enid talk. She's like, you protect the queen, blah, blah, blah. Silas, Silas, Silar, <laughs> Skyler, Skyler, whatever his name is. Skyler. Wasn't it Skyler? I think it's Skyler. <laughs> is it a Skyler? It's Siler. It's not Skyler? Well, I don't I think Why are we talking about heroes? <laughs> Stop it. So, uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Super chat for Uncle Phil's ketchup couch. Oh, what the fuck's that? Without the physician, why would Maggie stay there? Heroes. That's fucking dirty Uncle Phil's ketchup couch. I don't know. Oh, I don't... my God. What is this? That you don't know, Joe, when you don't show up on Sundays. Uncle Phil's mayonnaise chair. <laughs> Joe, when you don't show up on Sundays, shit goes bad. This is what happens when I guzzle a beer. Okay, so Sasha, Sasha wants to, uh, is going to. <laughs> Enid's gonna tell tell Maggie in ten minutes. So they go off, and then Enid and Daryl and Maggie run away as they hear the bells ring because the the saviors don't hear bells, or they're in their cars driving up, so they don't hear the bells ring. As uh, everyone starts to run and mobilize themselves to hide as the saviors are coming. The saviors are coming. 
And uh, so ultimately then Simon, Simon, uh, it's Simon and all the saviors show up. It's like 30 saviors come up. You almost think Negan's about to show up, but no, it is Simon and Greg, the, 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 the best pair in The Walking Dead for me right now. Greg and Simon give themselves a whole big bullshit discussion back and forth. Uh, uh, Simon has... Trevor has so many amazing lines in this in this part of the episode. <laughs> like I almost want to play all this. Is, the- this is this is the highlight. This the scenes Maggie with you. with uh, Simon are the best scenes in this episode. Oh. Sure. Yeah, listen and to this guy. <sighs> <laughs> we weren't uh, expecting you back so soon. Hey, you want to talk to my office? I got about a gin my people found. You're a gin man, right? Uh, I'm a man of man shifting, of shifting specifics, taste and transition. I'm into tequila now. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm a man of shifting, uh, shifting specifics. Taste and specifics. Yeah, specific. <laughs> every line that comes out of this guy's mouth is gold, and every scene that he's in, fucking a, he, he's incredible. Like I cannot get enough. I could watch a whole Simon episode. Get please, if you're doing this to us, Walking Dead, and you're giving us these kind of episodes, can you please give me a Simon episode? Because I want it. We all want it. This. Guy is right. fucking awesome. Give us a Simon focus. Have him go out with some, uh, you know, some saviors and torture some small group we find or something. Yeah. Like that's some that's some gold right there. You yeah. get some gold. Yeah. yeah. I really well, enjoyed these scenes with with uh, with Simon for sure. Yeah, and it's why do we focus all on Dwight and everything when we have Simon? Give give Simon more time. Anyhow, reposado, sipping, mixing. Un mundo de sabor. Mm-hmm. So then, let me ask you a question, too. Yep, go. So they show up with 30 guys, and they're like, we're taking your doctor. So apparently they thought, you know, this might be a fight. They might not give up the doctor so easily because that's why we're going to bring 30 guys. Uh, I think I think maybe just in case Greg, because I, I think Simon knows Gregory has a mouth and that he might try to do something in this situation, so he just wants to make sure that he doesn't try to do anything. Okay, but here's here's the thing. If you showed up with three or four guys, and we we find out that apparently the doctor is the brother of twin. the doctor that Negan threw in the fucking fire. I think a twin brother. So they're, so they're brothers, right? Yeah. Well, why not just show up and be like, quick, doctor, you got to come. Your brother's been shot. He needs help. Because, Joe, if in fairness... Who's going to argue with that? Who's going to argue with that? Mm, and nobody, but I think these are the type of people... This is one example where I think these are the type of people that I'll quote Negan that want... I just fucked you in your mouth and you said it was okay. I think they all get off on the power trip of doing these things to people and having... And the power of you knowing what they're doing and just allowing themselves to do it. I think that's a... Yeah, that's a mission there is statement. A part of that. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously what it, what it was. But it just seems so much easier to do it the other way. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, but but in this, in- like your brother's gonna die unless you come. Yeah. That's all. That's all. We don't have to threaten you. We don't have to. We don't have to play the bad guy in this situation. We're gonna save your brother's life. Come on. Everybody at the hilltop thinks you rushed out to help save this guy's life and bring the, back the doctor to help save that guy's life. You know. No, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you, Joe. But but I just don't think they want to compromise at all. They want to make sure that you're all. The, everyone else is the bitch, and we're the when we're when we need something, we take everything, and we need a doctor more than any of you guys, and that's what the big funny then, thing then, is. Then why leave the Tylenol? Then why leave the Tylenol? It's a fuck you. 
It's almost like it's, a it's almost like a fuck you gift. Like you know when you're going uh, uh let's make a deal. Aspirin, I think it was. When you go on let's make a deal and you get a zonk. It was almost like oh door number one you get the doctor. Door number two you get the you yeah, get. Yeah, it was all. I guess you're right. It it was all for we just want to put my yeah. We just want right. to put our dick right. in your mouth and make you like it. And and you know what? We're gonna, you know, Joe, you know, Joe, you're, you know, you're a really nice guy. You know what? I, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something really nice for you here. You know, yeah, I know you're really hungry. And that's, and that's the thing. Brutality is one thing, and being mean is another thing. But like this, this level of of type of shit, like we're gonna steal your doctor under threat of force and violence, and then leave you with a big case of fucking aspirin as a fuck you. So it's basically a fuck you, capped with a fuck you. As we leave, we give you the middle finger. Yep. Go fuck yourselves. And then that's the kind of shit that makes it so much more ridiculous for me to think that anybody would allow. If, you know, Sasha and Rosita are the only two people that have lost somebody at this guy's hands that are going to go take this kind of action now, like. It seems like it doesn't make any sense to me. That yeah, doesn't this guy it seem alive? Yeah, that doesn't it seem like, like oh, every? This is right. Doesn't it seem like when Sasha and Rosita showed up in that warehouse across the hall that there'd be like there'd be like ten other people there with like guns oh, going already waiting <laughs> going out. Oh yeah, take take your turn for your shot. Every time we shoot, it just ends up in the bat. I don't know why that keeps happening. <laughs> That wire must be magnetic. <laughs> yeah, it's magnetic for bullets or something. It's supernatural. We finally figured it out. Negan, Negan's bat protects him with a force field that deflects bullets. We're, we're, again, we're doing little kid logic. Oh, you're going to shoot me? Uh, I have a force field around me. <laughs> oh, gosh. I got a magic bat. Jesus, too much fun uh, here, you guys. Have fun and talking about the TV. It's awesome to have all of you guys in the live motherfucking chat. And uh, thank you, Claudio. Thank you to everyone in the chat that's fucking uh, having so much fun discussing this episode and having fun with it. Because good or good or bad, we're going to have fun talking about The Walking Dead. And appreciate all you guys joining us. And if you haven't already and you're enjoying this, please hit that like button. And please subscribe for more fun as we got two more weeks of The Walking Dead. And uh, Joe's with us. Surprise. He did not have to work at the last minute. Uh, do you have next Sunday off too, Joe? I, I or too early I'm to actually tell. Actually, really, I, I I know I don't seem like it. I'm having a good time. Oh, you're you're but feeling I've been ill. sick all day. Yeah, stay, I, yeah I've been, stay uh, the fuck away from me. Don't get me don't get me sick on the stream, Joe. Don't. Yeah, I've been I've been in the I've got two hours of sleep today after work. I've been in the bathroom like. Okay. Six times since yeah. Yeah, last yeah. night. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't want the. I don't want the. I. I played basketball with you, Joe. I, I know what you do, and uh, I've seen you. Yeah. Th I've seen you throw up too many times to count. So uh, Greg and Simon give each other uh, bullshit, and in, in in our scene that we were playing for wrong a while. End, Phil. Sorry, wrong end. <laughs> oh, okay. So then we uh, then we go to Maggie and Daryl hiding, and she calls them this way. And then we go to Sasha and Rosita, who are on their way to go murder. Do, 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 murder. So we come back in, and Rosita is hot wiring a car, and or try, or trying to hot wire a car. And they've been looking for cars for a while. This one doesn't work. And Rosita say, sees like the dog tags and stuff around. How's there gas in this car, dude? There wasn't. That's not the. That's not the car that worked, Joe. There's no gas in this car. So we'll get to we'll get to that car. So uh, Rosita sees oh, the dog tag. This was the first one. How's there air in the fucking tires, dude? And hot and. And I think I've seen on uh, Mythbusters Myth Busters and other things, hot wiring a car is not that easy. No, it's not. Especially these days. Like, it's, it's actually kind of difficult. Did you I break open steering columns, panels, 
rip wires out, figure out which ones in like everybody knows exactly which wires which on every model of fucking car they go to steal. Like Dark said he's never that easy. It's Dark that said easy. Joe just gave me a computer virus. Yeah, I don't want to get Joe's computer virus. Phil inadvertently made a Ja Rule reference. What I did I did? Holy shit. Ja Rule. <laughs> a ja, ja Rule reference. What was it? And uh so we come back in, but yeah, she's hot wiring a car. And Ren Redwood said something about this in the chat too. About it. I don't think it's that easy to uh hot wire a car. I don't think I don't know about that. So Rosita sees Abraham's uh, the necklace that Abraham uh, gave to go, gave to Sasha around her neck, and she goes, "You like that?" <laughs> and she goes, "She does." And she goes, "Well, I made it. <laughs> you like that guy you were fucking? Well, I fucked him first, <laughs> and right. on to the next car." So th they continue and they have this discussion right here. We get some backs. Finally get we finally get some Rosita backstory. No, Justin Meyer, you the man. Talk about the mission, or we don't. One of Rosita's exes was Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. That was a great movie. What was the movie? What was the song that they swinging on a star? They could be yeah. swinging on a star. No, not you and that was me. Such the you, a good movie. The you, the you, really it, it, like it, get, it gets a lot of shit, but I really like it. It aged really well. I, I, I have fun with it. And, Hudson Hawk. Someone outside of Japan remembers that movie. Oh, what's his, what's his, what's his name with uh, that was from uh, the, the. the Two Fitty movie, the, the the not school days, but the follow up to school days. Saying a good word for you to feel better, jo Joe. IMDb do the right thing. IMDb. Oh, uh, Joe Montana, not John Montana. Joe. Uh, Joe. Whatever. His his buddy, his best friend in the movie, and uh, with some. Yeah, yeah. Love him. Yeah. Some. Uh, I, I forget his name, but I know exactly who you're talking. I can't about. remember it either. Shit. Tony Ale. Tony Aiello. Aiello. Thank you, thank you, 1998 champions. So they continue, they talk. We finally get some backstory for Sasha. Aiello. And she was, isn't in the army, but someone she knows she was talking about. She's like, fuck it, let's not be friends. And she goes all commander. And Sasha ultimately says, fine, you don't want to be friends, I'll just go all commander. And she goes, okay, it's going to be like this. We're going to stay in the perimeter, wait for, wait for it's clean. We're not going to go in there and make it all messy. And if we have a clean shot, we're going to take it. And maybe we'll walk out of here both alive. Deal? Fucking deal. And then they walk up, kill two zombies, and they walk away. Rosita just goes- And so why wasn't that the plan at all times? Listen, we both grab a fucking sniper gun. We both go take two different positions. We both sit in those positions until, period, until. And if you take your shot and miss, you fucking run. You go change positions. You get out of dodge. I'll hopefully lay low and continue to wait to take my shot. Like, you have two different angles, you get two people, you don't need a spotter, you're not that professional, it's not going to be that tough of a fucking shot, so you have two people, you take two different positions, and you sit and wait, you sit and wait, I cannot stress enough how much you have to sit and wait, if you have to piss yourself while you're waiting, you piss yourself while you're waiting, you don't move, you keep your eyes on that fucking courtyard, you keep on your fucking belly, you keep your gun fucking aimed at those fucking doors, and you wait, if there's something in the way, you wait, you don't get your shot yet you wait you wait until you have your fucking shot period and you period. and you will and you could be swinging on a star how can you fucking wait but i but do you think she had a shot when we get a point in time well we'll get to that in the episode she's supposed to be a, an absolute fucking crack shot we see her taking shots at shit from from big distances and hitting bullseyes on small little bottles the windows that she had in her scope were plenty big uh, anybody with confidence enough probably would have taken those shots 
or at least one shot in that. She may not be that confident. She didn't feel like she had the shot. I wouldn't have taken that shot. I'm a shitty shot. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you just don't – so you didn't have a shot. That isn't the only time. So now you're going to go in and, and like sneak around a place with hundreds of fucking people. Who knows how many fucking it's people. It's because they got the, it's because around. they got the, and we'll get to that point in the episodes, but they, they got the intel of the room. They knew where Negan would be. They knew he'd be in his bedroom the whole time. So they decided to try to go and sneak up on him while he was sleeping. Cause they heard the, they, they don't know he's going to be in his bedroom. No, they, they, he, they hear Eugene oh, say it on the, the, ra- the walkie talkie. Yeah. Later in the episode. Well, I'll play that at the end of the episode. We'll talk about yeah, that in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Okay, fine. That's all well and good, but now there's two fucking dead people outside. And Ren, Once those bodies get found. This is not gonna be in this room the whole fucking time. And Ren asked, "Well, but can a bullet go through more than one person? I'm pretty sure it can, especially a sniper, well, high power." The people that right, a high powered sniper rifle absolutely will go through more than one person. And uh, one of the people though, for for some of those block shots, was you the back of Eugene's head. So. Right, fair enough. And he and he's one of their family, as they think. So they probably wouldn't want to hit Eugene. And also, Sasha's probably thinking that the doctor that is helping Maggie's seemingly non-existent uh, uh, injuries pregnancy problem out is uh, she doesn't want to hit him either because Maggie's gonna die without him apparently, or that's what they were saying before. Even though it's not really happening. I, I just- I just don't understand their whole, like, okay, now we see Eugene is there. Oh, he's giving orders. Quick, let's go get him. Yeah. Like, what are you going to get him for? He's not in danger at the moment. And if you if you run with him, all three of you are in and huge Joe, fucking danger. And Joe, if now I... You've left two fucking dead bodies and a scared, crying Eugene running back into the fucking factory. What is wrong with you two? Not to mention, fuck Eugene in this situation. If your end goal in this, your end goal, no matter what, live or die, our mission in this moment is to kill Negan. Fuck Eugene. Fuck he is expendable. Eugene, exactly. He's expendable in this situation. You fucking do not waste. You do not leave your fucking post that you have a perfect sniper shot in a building that they didn't freaking scout out for whatever goth fucking damn reason, whatever strawberry shortcake ass reason that they didn't check out this godforsaken fucking building right across the fucking fence. They're not doing it. You have a good spot that Negan came out and felt comfortable in that moment. You wait, as Joe said, very very right, Joe. We wait there. You sit there. You shit your pants. You do not leave that room until you have the perfect shot for Negan, and then you take it. It's that simple. You're not going to run in there willy-nilly and go in the front door and kill Negan. That's just not going to fucking happen. I agree. I agree. It's, a, it's the stupidest fucking... And that was Rosita's plan the whole fucking time. Yeah, and it was like... And, Sa- and, and Sasha like, shit on no, it. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. They we're both... Th- and then... She, what is she... What?! <laughs> It's like that thing I said, I think I said it last week when I was like, you know, you have, you have like a season of SVU and, and in week six, Stabler goes off the rails and beats up one of his suspects. So Benson says, you can't do this, Stabler. You're off the rails. you got to bring it in control. You're a better cop than that. And then two weeks later, Benson's beating somebody up. So Ice Cube uh-huh. comes over and goes, Ice T comes over and goes, Benson, you're a good cop. You can't do that. You gotta, you're off the rails. And so two weeks later, Ice T's beating somebody up. And Captain Craig comes over and goes, Ice T, you're a good I, cop. I don't know any. do that. You're off the rails. And then Captain Craig beats somebody up. And so who comes over to him? Stabler goes, Captain Craig, okay. you're a good cop. <laughs> and Joe, Joe, I, I get I get what you're saying, but it's like and there's six episodes. And there's six episodes of your twenty-two episode season right there. By everybody doing we're gonna do the same episode six times on a show like that. And that's what they're they they actually at least condensed this into one episode where we got to hear Ta- Sasha say, don't do it. It's a bad idea. Stop. 
I'm gonna do it. Yay. Yeah. And then <laughs> Sa- Sasha and Rosita by this point in the episode are like best friends. You think that they're totally like like uh, you think that they're shit buddies and stuff. <laughs> Don't have to worry, get your shit buddy. Oh, even better. They're shit buddies. They're shit buddies. Don't have to worry, get your shit buddy. I forgot all about shit buddies. Don't have to worry, get your shit buddy. Don't have to worry, get your shit buddy tonight. So Rosita and Sasha are being their shit buddies, and uh, and they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> hashtag shit buddies in the live chat. Okay, so Enid is. Then we come over to our next scene where Enid is charming the savior about how clumsy, goofy kid she is. She's basically acting like the actress, not Enid, as I said. Uh, he is an ass, but he's he's kind of feeding into it. And what did she? What did he take off of her? Was it a pocket knife or something? It's a, it was like a Bowie knife. Okay, it was like a Bowie knife. So he, he takes... Uh, a bigger one of these. Cool. Much bigger one of these and not curved at the end. So he, he takes that and and then the dude goes into the warehouse or into the basement area where Maggie and Daryl are in there and doesn't see them and grabs some food and looks around. But may, I swear at one point makes eye contact with Maggie, but she death stared him away and kind of just gave him a death stare and then and, and made him not see her. She she turned on her invisibility ray or something. I don't know, whatever. They were they were hidden pretty good in there. So uh, Yeah, they were behind they were behind some bookshelves in the corner in the dark. And when you go into a cellar like that from the light, your eyes gonna take time to adjust before you can see anything like more than four or five feet away if it's not lit up anyway. Um, I didn't have a problem with their hiding. I thought they no, they did. They did. That was pretty good. No, they did a decent job. But what's this guy doing? He's gonna go down and just randomly take boxes. Like he grabs one box. Like he just knows where everything is in the cellar. Yeah, I guess he goes there a lot and doesn't isn't really look. And they're not really looking for Maggie and uh, Daryl in the situation, so they're not scouting out the area. So they're just kind of going for food. So I guess it makes sense. Critch says, "I asked myself." And they're not. Yeah. They're not there to, to scavenge shit like that. So why is this guy going fucking looting all this stuff? Because he can. Uh, Critch says, I asked myself if these problems would be as annoying without the early bad stuff. It's cumulative bullshit that's bugging me. Makes each problem feel like it's a boil on my ass and it just keeps continuing. So, uh, okay, so he grabs around, looks not too much. So then we go to our next scene, which is Simon is there to, uh, to, uh, <clears throat> to do the talk. We get a good look at... Uh, this is just another great Simon and Gregory stuff right here. Dr. Harlan Carson, correct? Oh, he comes to take the doctor. You need a checkup? Probably. It's been a few years, but I'm not here for that. <laughs> we already gave you as much medicine as we could spare the last time you were here. Yes, you did. But we're not here to take more of that. Congratulations. You're moving up in the world. Negan wants you where he is. You're an important fellow, Harlan. You're coming with us. <sighs> People saying again, you're sounding. Joe, you're sounding a lot like Darth Vader tonight again. People love. Oh, my, my mic fell. Sorry. Okay, there you go. So, uh, so Simon is there to. T- so he's basically talking. He takes the brother. He, the doctor asks if his brother pissed him, pissed someone off or something, and uh, and then we also get uh, we get a great line by Trevor that's just, "Do you like ice cream?" Well, we got gelato. We got some delicious ice cream. Cumin? Was it cumin gelato? Cumin gelato. gelato. Was it, what was it? What, cardamom gelato, not cumin. Yeah. <laughs> it was dill gelato. Yeah, oh gosh. 
I want some of that. Yeah, cardamom gelato. It was dill and clover gelato. Yeah. No, Trevor's on the on the Talking Dead tonight. I might actually watch the Talking Dead tonight. We need to make arrangements for some kind of medical care here, especially for my ongoing patients. Oh, I'll definitely on demand that. If Trevor's on that, I'll definitely yeah. uh, catch a watch of, of that. So, I like the. I want to know. I, I I would love to. Hopefully, they uh, talk about a little bit of his career aside from the stuff he's done with The Walking Dead. Yeah. No, absolutely. So he he. I'm sure Chris Hardwick will. I'm sure he'll mention Grand Theft Auto. So Greg uh, Greg opens a cart and they leave him with a pallet of aspirin. And Greg says, uh, "Oh." Joe, I uh, I can hear myself through the microphone. Well, there we go. There we go. I can I can hear myself through your through your headphones. So uh, so then we get then we get a fun conversation like this between these characters. I like this conversation. Play. People's trust, otherwise you don't know who might take over. You know, someone else might not be so cooperative. So this is the slimy moment where where Gregory tries to sell out Maggie without selling out Maggie. Why didn't he just tell them, Joe? Why didn't Greg just, if he's, if he's gonna do this, if he's gonna go this far, why didn't he just go all the way and go, Maggie and, um, Maggie and, and uh, Daryl are here. Take them the fuck out of my town. I actually thought it was actually smart of him not to. He knows that they're unstable, these people. And if he tells them that they're there, it's how long have they been here for? Why hadn't you let us know sooner? Mm -hmm. Kind of shit. If he tells them that they're there, it could start a big, a big fight. Very in fair. The of town. Lots Very of people fair. Might die. Very fair. And, um, and Joe, someone in the live chat said not to get you on a rant, but uh, Trevor was awesome in Westworld. Uh, Trevor had a, big, a, a decent, a decent part in Westworld. <laughs> Anyways, continue. continue no, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like I said before about Westworld. No, don't go into Westworld. Like, but not. I, I will. I will give it another shot. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Like Fair I enough. said, I am going to give it another shot. Fair enough. Okay. So, so uh, we have a fun conversation about uh, about uh, all of this. Uh, he gives him the address and basically tells him just go to the front front of uh check in at the uh the guard in the front of the of the sanctuary and give give them your name and you'll be able to get a free entrance in and uh and we'll we'll drink some tequila have a good time so so you think but what you were saying was you think it was a smart plan in that situation not to admit that they knew that that maggie was trying to take over not to kind of be more specific in that situation Yes, because if that that could come back down on him, it could. It, where he, it, especially if he lets it, if the question is, is there somebody specific you're worried about? If he says Maggie at that point, then how long has she been here? That these people are trusting her to to uh, make her a leader. Mm -hmm. You said she wasn't here, so it, that's something that could come back to bite him in the ass. I don't necessarily think he handled the situation wrong, but I don't know what he thinks he's going to get out of out of out of them like that. You know, if he ever did show up at the compound, there's a good possibility he doesn't leave that compound. They already tried to kill him once, have their own people kill him once. That if he shows up at at, at the compound because he's going to be ousted or something, then they're not going to they'll they'll just kill him. They mm. wouldn't reinstate him, bring him back and be like, this is your leader now. 
And uh, Ahmed also says theory. Trevor is the same character from Better Call Saul. He's the same guy who got his ass whooped by Mike, and is always established in The Walking Dead has the blue meth. So it's all it's all connected. And I would not I would not yep. I would not doubt that. That would that would be a fun funny extra situation. This is why Gregory didn't tell. Says uh, Brooke Blackman. Uh, number one, if he told Simon, Simon wouldn't trust him anymore because apparently he likes Gregory too. The people at Hilltop would overthrow Gregory for sure after that situation yep. because of how much yep. that they support Maggie and everything like that. Maggie, correct. Yeah. Um, Atari Dad asks, Phil, do you think Greg will get blamed for Negan's assassination attempt since Simon gave him the location of the sanctuary? That is definitely possible. I think if there is an, another assassination attempt on Negan, if there, if when this all starts to go down, Sasha gets caught because running in there like an idiot, like Captain Caveman swinging her rifle around and stuff, taking a sniper rifle and shooting people at short, short, uh, at close quarters with a sniper rifle, which is the smartest thing to do if you, uh, if you want to win a battle. So, uh, she runs in with a sniper rifle too. All <laughs> right, I was like, and a silenced pistol. Oh, I but forgot still it. the sniper rifle on her back. Yeah. I was like, why? Why yeah. is she going in there with that? <laughs> yeah, why is she ditch? Like, what's that going to do? What does Rosita do? What does Rosita? Do? Rosita runs off crying. Yep. Like, oh, my best friend just ditched me, and I don't get the chance to kill me. <laughs> if she's someone, if what she, the fuck was that? if she's someone <laughs> that can do anything, crying. get over the fence somehow. Find a different entrance. Cut it again. Get. She Yep. Why would she run off crying? Why not go back up to your vantage point and hunker down? Okay. Why is she running off crying? What uh, kind of? She's not a little girl. She's a fucking warrior. That was like complete fucking bull. I was so pissed. I'm pissed at her. I'm pissed at the fucking writers for writing. And Rosita runs off crying. It's so far out of fucking character for her. She has barely any love for her. She just came to terms and to grips with with. Okay, I don't hate her. Oh, dark secret. She my dark man secret. And she stole my man, but I don't hate her. I jo guess. Joe. You know, like dark. Dark has a good one. Uh, one of Rosita's exes was emo. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> She ran off crying. It's such it's such a horrible scene. Like I'm waiting for this. I'm waiting to talk about this because it, it really hurts the character. It hurts everything about about it. It's it's the most ridiculous moment in I think the entire season so far. That when the when 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 Sasha seals up the fence with a zip tie again, like and Rosita takes off crying. They wrote that. Nobody again. Nobody on the set says it's a little out of character. Why? What's my motivation for crying? Why am I just running away at this moment? Why don't I just retreat, stay in the shadow, and find my own other way in? Why don't I go back up to, to the spot that we were watching from? Like none of that made any sense to me. When she ran off crying, I was just like, wow. Yeah. Just straight wow. They took one of the strongest characters from start to now in Rosita, one of the strongest, having very little like, yeah, she's upset and she's pissed and she's hurt that her, uh, someone that she cared about and that it was her boyfriend decided to dump her right before he got himself fucking head bashed in. But so aside from that, and which she's taking rather well compared to the way everybody else has taken the loss of loved ones. Andrea wants to kill herself. Beth wants to kill herself. Fucking, uh, you know, just so many like, Tyrese went all crazy. Sasha went all crazy when she lost Bob. Like, just all this shit that... This was one of the strongest characters 
and they made a runoff crying. It made no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> it really was like, and I'm not saying there's something wrong. I cry all the fucking time. I cry like nobody's fucking business. As soon as the music starts on TV shows, the fucking waterworks, you know, comes down to like somebody, you know, if, if I don't want to beat you up or if I, I feel like I can't beat you up because I'll get in trouble law-wise or work-wise or whatever the reason is and I don't like using my fist, I'll cry because there's no other release. I cry a lot. But why is this character crying in that fucking situation? There's so many things she has to do. So big deal. Rosita sealed up the fence and ran in. I mean, uh, Sasha sealed up the fence and ran in. You have other options aside from run back to fucking Alexandria in tears at full fucking... She's beating feet down the street. Thud, 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 thud. How many fucking zombies are going to hear that? Uh, Seller, uh, Seller asked, Joe, is that a two or six body sword back there? Two mm. <laughs> I can't tell you how many bodies I've had on it so far. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's private. Joe, Joe can't admit to any guilt on the air. Thank you, Eli. Have a great night, my... It's, the, it's the club that's got the real notches. And Mary, have a uh, good night as well. Brian, they should be out. Just do a simple search of online. Do a Google search. You'll find the sites that have that. Come in. We come back in on this scene, and Joe. It's a two-body sword. Two-body sword. We come back in on Daryl and Maggie's eyes. Intention is strong as another person comes in. and uh, they long claw. And Daryl's about to go stabby-stabby on them, and Maggie stops him from stabby-stabby this guy because, again, Daryl's about to make another stupid mistake. Maggie says you were going to kill him, and he was going to find us. And then, I'm going to play this. We get this scene between Maggie and Daryl, and then Joe and I are going to talk about it. So let's listen to Maggie and Daryl have their little conversation. You deserve to die. Ever since you got here, you haven't said a word to me. Would you look at me? Please. Look at me! <laughs> oh my gosh, people say the lie by the fucking yeah. chat, Zen! Okay. I can, it's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here we go. We'll get into it. Stop it. Emotional. Did you cry in this scene, Joe? Did you get emotional at all? No, but I like this. I really like this. Scene. I really like this, this scene too. This was the only other really good scene. I thought that I thought this and everything with I think everything with Trevor, this scene and everything with Eugene was great in the episode. No, it wasn't. But the only problem I have with the scene, I was just gonna play it. Okay, but the point is, uh, Maggie says Daryl wasn't like your fault because you're a good person in this world. He would know. And why would Daryl think it was his fault? He wasn't there because no, it because was Daryl's fault. It was Daryl's fault that he had, he had, Negan had already beaten the shit out of Abraham. Done. Oh he was only going to be, he, he was only going to beat the shit out of one guy. Up. One guy. And Daryl fucking stood up like he's going to fucking fight off the whole army of fucking saviors himself. And he got Glenn killed. It is Daryl's fault. You know why you're upset, Daryl? Yeah, Negan's an asshole. He's the one that deserves to die. You don't deserve to die, Daryl. You didn't murder Glenn. You didn't, you weren't the one that murdered him. But it is your but fault. It is your fault. But it is your fault. Sorry, Daryl. It is you your fucking fault. culpability. Yeah. If you just, you know. Calmed yourself, yeah. centered your chi. Just like killing one savior in this situation when there's a bunch of other ones outside wondering where their other guy was. You don't kill him in this situation. You don't fucking talk shit when Negan just beat the shit out of someone with a baseball bat and he has you all in knee, knee down and gunpoint. What are you going to do, Daryl? I understand you're an emotional character that can't figure out the magical puzzle known as stick. But still, dude, 
Come on. <laughs> Daryl should have spent another month on Easy Street. Daryl caused two deaths. Oh, we got Iron Throne in the live chat. Pr fucking Daryl should have spent another month on Easy Street. Yeah, exactly. Easy Street. Where Daryl well, though punished. He, he, did, he did. He did. He did. He got some solitary because I of it. think Maggie's playing it right. I appreciate the way Maggie's hands. I thought this was a great scene. It had a lot of weight to it. It made sense that Maggie's dealing with this in the way that she's dealing with it. But if I was Daryl, you never can forget that this was your fault. It was your fault. You're right. Maggie has to say that because if she really said the truth, you'd be fucking dead to her. She'd kill you, as well as Negan. Yeah, she. The, the shit. The venom that would come out of her mouth. Would Daryl would go off himself. Right, exactly. Well, ultimately, ultimately, she's doing what she needs to do because Daryl's her friend and she loves Daryl. She believes everything she says. This is why this is such a great scene. But ultimately, it is Daryl's responsibility. He fucked up. He caused he caused Glenn to die in the show. Negan was not going to kill a second person. He just wasn't. And Daryl made that happen. He might have. He might have anyway. Just yeah. because of everything they had to go through. And Rick wasn't. He, he even had to drag Rick off after he killed two people. Yep. You know what I mean? So there was still there was still doubt in the group as to whether or not there would have been a third person uh, beaten to death. So I don't necessarily think Negan was going to stop that one person to begin with. So there is a good possibility that it wasn't necessarily, you know, Daryl's fault. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, I'm. And there's, and there's good reason to think that Daryl thought by jumping up and doing that, it would have been him that got struck down. Fair. I mean, I think that's what he thought in that moment, too. He he thought the, if anyone was going to be punished for his actions, it was himself. But he underestimated. And that's why I'm saying that that Daryl didn't murder him, but Daryl caused the situation to happen. He certainly didn't help anything. No. And he certainly didn't try to defuse or de-escalate an already tense situation. Fair. He go. needs to go after and go take a CPI model, a CPI course, and learn how to uh, learn about de-escalation de techniques and uh, things like such. Don't bring work into it. Chris says, actually, it was Maggie's fault. She should have just passed the gas, or is it the fool that let their doctor go on a bullet hunt? It was a causation chain, a causation loop. Excuse me. So our next scene, excuse me. <laughs> it's... it's it's a Star Trek episode again. I was, it all, it I was right back there. Everything in this podcast comes back to Star Trek, too. Off to Richard facing his people, all looking at them as the saviors leave with the doctor, who, and everyone just looks pissed, and everyone just looks at Greg like, you just fucked us, Greg. This is the last straw. You're nothing to us. You're dead to us, Greg. Yep. So then we Greg's go. A, a boob. Yeah, Greg's a boob. We kind of already talked a lot about the situation, but so I'll yada yada through this a little bit. We go off to the Walker situation with Sasha and Rosita. Sasha is like, it's crazy. This is a crazy situation. And they come up with this whole big plan that's just this genius plan about cutting through the fence to light a fire in one car to go check another car to see if it, even if it has gas, just on a whim. Am I right, Joe? Am I, you, you tell me if I'm wrong here. Is that what the plan was? You start a fire in yep. one spot to attract the walkers to go in that spot even though walkers aren't in danger anymore you could probably just kill them all but anyways right right and and then and then to to go check a car that might not even have a, a gas it might not even have a fucking engine under the right way. right right so to maybe check the car so then they run and maybe check the car this one happens to actually have gas and fortunately earlier in the episode we find out that sasha already siphoned some gas so they're already read ready for it they get in and uh the end it they go out and I remember, and fortunately, one thing I, that I do appreciate is 
in past seasons, they show people driving through zombies and it gets a little messy and stuff and the cars only go so far. I thought they did a good job in this episode with the car driving away that they showed them not hitting too many walkers. So it was actually an interesting, it actually just worked out for them in the long run. I know it's as, as ridiculous as that sounds. Like they didn't make us believe that they could just drive through anything. There was actually tricky driving that kind of got them out the door. And uh, so it was kind of a fun stunt. And... And uh, still, the, I don't understand why you didn't cut a second hole in the fence before you lit that fucking fire. Robert says before you cracked the window to throw the fire into the like before you started making all that noise. Get your get your route planned. Get that ready. Now go get your distraction done. Get the distraction going and then go take your route. Not <laughs> like, OK, now quick jump over the fucking fence instead of just being able to walk through it. <laughs> like quick make a bunch of noise jumping over this fence the two of us with our two big bags and like or why just why not just find find some sticks and stab the zombies through the fence through you, the fence like they should have been doing at the prison you saw them clearing doing the fence clearing the fence clearing, clearing the, the fence, fence constantly always. you they're all in the fence you if you just make some noise they're all going to charge the fence and you can just stab them it's going to take a little longer but you're not necessarily on a time clock here you're in mission and you're not going to put yourself in danger by almost getting but but as Critch said, these are snipers that aren't willing to piss themselves. You know, ultimately snipers are should be willing to sit there and take the shot to the piss themselves. They gave up after a day once they heard one minor piece of maybe oh, intel. Even, well, it didn't even seem like a day. Yeah, maybe maybe if they had some street signs, Joe. <laughs> so, dark, I know, right? Critch had like javelins apparently. Critch, have a good night, my friend. Um, so so they smile as they look at each other. Walkers be damned. They get out of there. So. So Daryl feels he got Glenn killed. Actually, it was kind of your fault. Corey Mitchell, yep, Negan did it. Corey Mitchell says, I'm not saying Negan didn't pull the trigger, but if Daryl loaded, loaded the gun. Corey Mitchell says, I know there's a joke there about women bad drivers here, but I'm not going anywhere near that. Ren Renwood says, they make it look so easy to hotwire a car. I exactly, Ren. So we come back and we see Sasha and and Rosita spying on the area out the window and they see you the eye spy of Eugene there who seems to be in control barking some orders behind the fence not wearing a letter and we just see him in control they talk about how they talk about how there's no Negan but they do see Eugene out there ordering people around they kind of just go what the fuck Rosita asks uh or Sasha asks Rosita to teach her how to uh tie special knots and Rosita acts all smug and goes, oh my gosh, Robert says $2 for no more spoilers. I don't know if I can do that, Robert. What I can do is shove Donald Duck down my pants. Ah, not that that matters. Shove Donald Duck down my pants and uh, fi finish my drink. I can't promise the no more spoilers. Remind me not to touch any stuffed animals at Phil's house. Joe, you all, you like to, you, you're going to play with it. Joe, you will play with it and you will like it. Yes, you will. Thank you, everybody. And thank you, Robert. I know, Robert. I thank you so much for the, uh, for the super chat. And thank you, Critch, for the super chat. And everyone that donates, you guys are fucking amazing to help us grow and help us go. This is the way that we can get to full time. So thank you so much. I appreciate all that super chat, all the Patreons, all your friends. So fucking A. Dun, dun, dun. Congressman. Stars. Yeah, bird. Okay. Thank you. Nick Diaz, twice as many spoilers. Nick, you're evil, buddy. Let me put, let me pour some more beer. Love you, buddy. Love you, Nick. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for all the uh -oh, support you guys give. Donations. 
I know. The Who's going to bid the highest for uh, the super chat for trade? In 04, yeah. Exactly. And also, if anyone wants to requ- requests, you know, for Joe and I to do things, well, please send your request to igotissuesman at gmail.com if you want any reviews that you guys definitely want to see Joe or me or Joe and me or me or and Joe, whatever. Any of us tackle, let us know and we'll do some reviews and all that sort of stuff. Twice as many spoilers. Okay, the end of the season, Carl ends up finally having sex with Ian. It happens on the show live. You have to pay extra for that. It's, uh, okay. So, th- so then we watch Rosita and Sasha as they try to take a fake shot. And uh, Sasha says, you're lucky. You're a jack of all trades. They hang out. They talk about the exes. Rosita talks about how she learns everything from her exes. And she plays the damsel things. And then she learns things, picks things up. Then goes to another group and has sex for fun and using people to get her rocks off. Show me your Donald, where Donald touched you. Oh, my God. Donald came up to me and he grabbed me right by here. He's like, hey, what's going on, Phil? You look like a girl. That's what he did right there, Joe. I did it. I touched myself inappropriately, Joe. I touched myself. That was more taint than anything else. I'm getting drunk. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's... Uncle Ketchup's going to be about it. Yeah, Uncle Ketchup's going to be here soon. Mm. Sit, on my... Uncle Mayo don't show up. Sit on my ke- Sit on my couch while I put ketchup where the sun don't shine, baby. So Sasha, so she, you're, you're a jack of all trades, yada, 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 they have, you guys are amazing, you guys are so fucking awesome tonight, thank you so much to, for all of your fucking support, Ta- uh, as I'm starting to get really drunk, I shouldn't be fucking guzzling beer, it's almost worse than the shots, <laughs> so Sasha says, uh, is that how she felt? Is Abraham the same situation? Was he just someone that was inappropriate uh, or someone that you didn't really care about and you just used? And she's like, no, he knew I had my shit together and we connected because of that. And I really cared about him and I didn't spend enough time with him and I never, I didn't blah, 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 blah. And they kind of just, and ultimately they end up saying that, that Negan, that asshole took away Abraham's right to have a fucking cling on death. Now, wait a second. Who was the one that said that Abraham was attracted to her because she had her shit together? Sasha. Right? Sasha. When the fuck did she have her shit together? She was going crazy in the fucking clock tower, and then all of a sudden Abraham's like, oh, I love this chick. (laughs) I would say... Why the fuck did she... She was going nuts the entire time since Bob fucking died. The entire beginning of fucking Alexandria. She had no shit together. She was off on her own sitting up in the fucking watchtower thinking about jumping out of it or some shit like this was not a, a like a, a stable woman at this point and at no point that they that they knew each other had she been really fucking that stable of a fucking person Tyrese had been talking her down Bob fucking died she had to go through all that fucking shit and then and then all of a sudden it's like oh Abraham likes me I got my shit together that's why he liked me what shit did you have together, Sasha? Fake news. No shit together. You were fucking on the brink all the way up until Abraham decided to show interest in you. Until another man came along to give you fucking self worth, apparently. What? Revisionist history, Joe. It's when when Abraham yeah, apparently when apparently. Abraham's when Abraham's dead. You can come up with any narrative you want because no one can conv- No one can battle you with the the answer. It's all. All the important parties are gone, so she can say anything she wants about how, about how the circumstances around their meet, their meeting. Excuse me, drinking and jumping around like that don't mix. <laughs> no, not beer. Fuck no. No, 
No. All those bubbles, you just, you, yeah, you just. No. That, yeah, I just, yeah, I just screwed myself right there. Yeah, I just screwed myself. I'm, I'm all done. I'm all done. I'm all done. Abraham magically, oh, actually, I can't even talk. Abraham apparently had a magic dick. Oh, uh, and this, see, this is what the super chat does to me. Get mother dick. The mother dick. Mother dick. So to Big Kev, lots of love to Big Kev, mother, the mother <laughs> dick out there. So, okay, so. They they ultimately and we talked about this last last time of the night. They ultimately end this conversation basically saying, you know what? Let's be. Shit. Don't have to worry, get your shit I have your back, no matter what, and you got mine. Apparently not. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna run away from. I'm gonna lock you out and run away from you while you run away crying. No, I don't get you back. Because I care about you all of a sudden, and now I don't want to. Uh, don't want to see you die. So then they, again, they look out in a very obvious way for the obvious sniper shot thing. Uh, Robert says, "Hey, dread guy, that Captain America mug is awesome." It's not just Captain America. It's it's Marvel. We got Wolverine on this. Nick. Captain America, Iron Man, and Spidey. Order it for nineteen ninety-five. Call one no, nine. It was like four bucks on like Amazon or some shit. <laughs> Who did the shit buddy song? Joe Madden. I'll try to link it in this video, but if you search on our page, uh, "How to Survive in a Zombie Apocalypse," Joe, myself, and Taka did a video. Also, uh, Stephanie is the one singing. Stephanie is the one singing the shit buddy song, and she played the piano in it as well. So, and I and, I, and not that there's too many lyrics to it, but I wrote the lyrics of the shit buddy song. But we made it as sort of like an infomercial thing. Um, uh, and uh, you can definitely watch it. Oh, it's, that video's on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the video's on there somewhere. It's funny. Yeah, it's on the channel somewhere if people want to check it out. Uh, but yeah, if anyone wants to check it out, uh, definitely do. So okay, so uh, they so they have uh, their their friends and then their special friends and then eventually we hear this one of my favorite. Let's get to one of my favorite parts of the episode and I want to listen to every single fucking second of this. So here we go. Chief Engineer speaking. I'm gonna need a dozen more walkers, aka dead ones, in the local parlance for expanding the fence. Aka dead ones. Actually, this is Bern Negan, who I also am. Even if it takes all night to procure them, so I need able-bodied persons out there in the surrounding blocks of buildings snooping and snatching sap. Negan will be indisposed in the boudoir, so in the meantime, any questions should be directed to yours truly, Doctor Eugene Porter. Chief Engineer, also known as Negan, who I am. Also known as Negan, who I am. Right, so that scene, Joe, is why they decide to completely change the plan. If you heard that and you're Sasha and Rosita, is that enough to get you to leave your sniper spot? Why? What do you think, why Joe? Why would that be? It's like, it's like, why would that be like, oh no, he needs to be rescued immediately. Look at how well he's fitting in. Look, they've already got him doing, like, ordering people around. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what about that? What about that? And when he walked out with Negan into the courtyard there to bring the doctor in, what about any of it made it seem like Eugene needed dire immediate rescue where you couldn't just sit in your spot, wait patiently for the next time he comes out, and shoot the motherfucker? Why do you have to get in there today right now and do that? Yeah. Why didn't you let people know that you were going to go do this? What are they going to do, stop you? They're going to try to talk you out of it, but they're not going to fucking hold you down. It's bullshit, Joe. It's Are they? Maybe. <laughs> you never can tell. So, 
So then we come back after that whole situation, and so they decide to completely change their plan and go go, go with Rosita's plan of charging the castle. <laughs> so, yeah, let's leave dead bodies around and then go hide inside. Nobody's going to know. No, no, because stealth is not our friend when it's two on a couple hundred. Because, you know, that is... Send Eugene running, crying back into the building. What's wrong, Eugene? Oh, nothing. Nothing I'm needing as I I am. Uh, I'm going to go play some Missile Command right now because Missile Command is my game. Not only am I Negan, but my mullet is too. My mullet is the very definition of me, Negan. (laughs) It is all this power, (laughs) all developed into one. It's it's an energy that cannot be comprehended because I am Dr. Eugene and I am the best. I am Negan, but my hair is Lucille. It is. My mullet is Lucille. My ass is Negan's too. And it is, it is Lucille. My knocks him dead. <laughs> so, sometimes, sometimes me and Lucille hang out and we trade beauty secrets. My mullet is Negan. The whole thing is Negan. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <The> whole. <laughs> he will be indisposed in the boudoir. I know this because I will be with him with my head. Right. We are all Negan, as as everyone in the live chat says. We are all Negan. Okay, so we come back in on uh, Greg, who a couple people in the live chat, I just want to read some chat at the time at 9.52. Ducronk says, I just fell more for Rosita. The shot was there, says Dark. Uh, I knew this was a one-way I trip. I so too, Dark. You thought the shot was there? I did. I thought I thought they have shown that, that she is capable enough with that sniper rifle that she definitely had multiple opportunities to take a shot. Mm-hmm. No, has- certainly, certainly, like, and even if you don't think you have the shot, certainly your best option is to stay and wait. I can't stress it enough. It like once you find your position, you wait for your shot. It could take a day, take two days. Yep. Yeah. No. You 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 stay in that position till the job is done, and you don't fucking care. You don't worry about shit. You don't worry about you don't worry about anything. You don't worry about eating. You don't worry about you sit there right. in this. Po- we will, I've seen someone mentioned it earlier in the chat. And I'm going to reference it again. I've seen the movie Assassins with Sylvester Stallone and Antonio Banderas. It's been set what snipers will do. They will sit there for days. They will wait forever until they get their shot. And that's a cheesy movie with Julianne Moore in it too. Great movie. Right. It's not just in that movie, but also in the movie Sniper with uh, Berenger. Yep. And uh, Billy Zane, also in American Sniper, also in every other movie in the last 10 years that's come out with any kind of snipers. Now, these are, you know, military strain snipers, and, uh, you know, this is just Rosita and Sasha, but still, come on. And I also. Why did they feel like. It, okay, did they not know Eugene was there? Were they not like, wait. Eugene got kidnapped right in front of us. Oh no, Eugene's here. Let's go rescue him all of a sudden. Why? I don't I don't get like why we changed our plan all of a sudden. Joe, I think they were like, I think they were I think they were surprised he was in a position of power. So why go rescue him? What are you rescuing? He's mm. better now that he's better off now, apparently, than he was when he was with us. Quick, let's go get him. Fair. Fair. Eugene, but Eugene got his tramp stamp that says Negan's boy toy. I'm Negan. I'm <laughs> Negan. better, he's got tattoos. I'm Negan. <laughs> I, I'm Negan. I'll be yours right now. So we go back on Gregory, who's amazingly played. And I do want to add that Ren Redwood said, Rosita's a sand snake, in my honest opinion. Je- Jesus is there to talk to him. And we have this conversation between him and between Jesus and Gregory. 
Freddie said you wanted to see oh, me. Jesus. Yes, have a seat. Jesus. Jesus, Joe. And Jesus, this just got up and slit his fucking throat right then and there. You just threatened me. Like, as far as I'm concerned, how many times have I said it? A threat like that? Like, really? You're gonna you're gonna go tell Negan what? Okay, no. So if you're Jesus in this situation, you just go up and beat the shit out of this guy and go, you're not in charge I, I drag of him. him. I drag him out of the fucking mansion by his hair in front of everybody in that fucking town, and I let him know exactly how this guy is no longer in charge of this community as I beat him to a bloody pulp. And because you can't beat somebody like that to a bloody pulp and then let them go and not expect them to try to get revenge or vengeance or any of that kind of shit, you need to kill him in front of everybody right then and there. And hey, I'm not going to be the one in power. Maggie's the one that's going to be in power, but this motherfucker has got to go. Whatever he's, good he did in the past is is gone. Is gone. Spoiler he is alert: He's us. he is threatening this town. He is he is hurting us all by even existing at this fucking point. He needs to go, and unfortunately, as we've learned in the past, you can't just let people go. It's going to come back to bite the fucking Oceanside people in the ass. They let Tara go. They should have killed her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So basically, Jesus is like, listen, you son of a bitch. You fucked your boyfriend in a public place. So yeah, Jesus basically calls uh, this dude a fuck pig. He's like, you're a fucking fuck pig. Go fuck yourself. We don't care about you. We, uh, you're an asshole and you're dead to me. Basically, what he says. Bite See, the I take good care of my friends, Jesus, and it's become clear to me You're not, we aren't friends. We're, we're not oh, friends anymore. And, and so, right there, right there, with that statement, and then and then he calls in his boy with a bottle of tequila. Show him out. What is this guy going to do? This guy's going to stop you from dragging this fucking douchebag out of the mansion by his fucking hair. No one Dragon's is. He's going to stop you himself. No one is. No exactly. one is. No one in this town is. They would have let him die if Rick hadn't stopped them from killing him. Joe, I don't want to let him die. Joe, I don't want to like. They would have let him be stabbed to death. I don't want to add characters, but it would be one thing if this guy had two giant motherfucking bodyguards that looked like Hillbilly Jim on either side of him. And the, but he doesn't. But he that doesn't. Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus is his protector in that situation, ultimately. But he isn't even his protector. He's just his, an excuse maker. But if this guy had some actual muscle behind him, yeah, he has Simon behind him. But that's almost an empty threat because the Savior's going to deal with anybody that gives them Who's tribute. Who's in charge, correct. Anyone that gives them tribute. If, Ma if they came back and Gregory was dead on the ground in front of them and Maggie was in charge and said, here's your shipment this month, they would go, Okay. You know, here's the shipment. I liked Gregory, but you know what? Fuck him. Well, looks like we're dealing with you now. Yeah, it looks Don't like let things get out of line. Exactly. That's exactly we'll see you next month, Joe. That's exactly what they would say. That's exactly what I think they would say too. I, they, they don't give a fuck about. I, I want to. Yeah. Uh, Simon gave Greg a piece of paper with something written on it. And he said, "Come on down and knock on the door. We'll let you in anytime." Joe. Don't worry about Joe, it. sorry to interrupt you. You just totally quoted three. Uh, Three's a company. Come and knock on my door. <laughs> but so why? What makes us even think that they give? He could be giving them a, a an address to a door that's got a hundred zombies behind it in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck does he care? 
So before who cares if you get fucking ousted? I don't give a fuck if you get ousted. If they fucking hang you up in town square, as long as we get our fucking shipment, we don't give a fuck what you people do. We don't exactly give us our food and our supplies and the doctor right now. Okay, everyone, we're about to talk about the final scene of the episode, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about if. Uh, one of our sponsors, we have a sponsor, Gamefly, right now. And if you want a free 30 days of Gamefly, check out the link in the description box below and sign up for free 30 fucking days of fucking Gamefly. Get a video game, oh, yeah. fucking keep it for as long as you fucking want, and then return it. But you get 30 days Downloads free. And, and delivery. Yeah, something. all That's that sort of shit. You can get it. You can download it right to your console, play it, play it straight through your console, through apps, and or yeah, through, through all that sort of shit. Websites so. and stuff, or you can. Uh, have them send them to you in the mail and shit. It's awesome. Yeah. So in the description box below, you can see the link. But I think it's I think it's GameFly trial uh, backslash issues. So, but you, the link's in the description box below. So click on that if anyone's thinking about trying and wants to just kind of try it for thirty days and then cancel or whatever. And then, but it, and then it, click on like and then click on subscribe and then go through every single one of yeah. our some hundred videos and click on like on all of those. Thank you, Joe. And then send and then send us money and then send us some more money. Phil's a, I'm a fucking sellout. I am a fucking sellout. <laughs> Sell but me out. The most important part in this whole process is the send the money. <laughs> yeah. the, and this and this Joe Ran is brought to you by Squarespace. Oh, and by the way, these Doritos are fucking delicious. <laughs> I love Doritos. I'm, I'm literally a backdrop of shill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will fucking shill anything. I don't give a shit. Shill away. I, let me, uh, you you want me to tap dance? I'll tap dance. You want that? <laughs> All right. Come on. What do, what do we need to do? Yep. So absolutely. I, I will fucking do that. Thank you, Robert. Call me out on it. I will. I want to hear that. I got to th- I gotta play some ridiculous sound effect or something every time I shill just to kind of rag on me at the same time. Like, boing. yeah, like a boing, boing, boing. <laughs> a, uh, boing. A, uh, yeah, maybe. Swing. Maybe, uh, maybe this or something like that. Like, You're a talker. Listening to talkers. Makes no, that already thirsty. has a purpose. Yeah, that's true. I gotta come up with another. There's Phil begging for money again. Exactly, Tim. I'm broke. Oh, you gotta get the register from Pink Floyd. Yeah. Oh, that money. That's a good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. So, so, anyways. Uh, so let's play the Steve Shots music. That. Uh, so we get uh Eugene being a big be- bullshit man. We see. Uh, but yeah. Again. Like, like, yeah, it, that's only if you want to try it out. So whatever. So, uh, so we go to Eugene being a big bullshit man and Dr. Eugene, he's just talking all this shit and being like, listen, I'm the man, yada, yada, yada. Dr. Eugene Negan. Dr. Dr. Eugene, play the shut the fuck up, Phil. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, that's not bad. That's not bad. The shut the fuck up, Phil could work. So, Phil. Yeah. Okay. I will. I will. I'll shut the fuck up. So, okay. Enough of that. Enough of that shit. <laughs> so we so Eugene at the end here is talking he's he's basically we see what Eugene's like as a boss he's you can see why he's loving this whole situation this stuff out front with the spikes and the chains and the heads is good for the optics it sends a message to would-be intruders of the don't mess with Texas variety he's the only one that talks about him and Abraham have so far been the only two that have like fucked up colloquialisms or speech patterns that I haven't found completely annoying I love the way this guy rambles on I love the colorfulness of his of his uh, text I really do (laughs) and I'm not talking about the don't mess with Texas variety (laughs) 
<laughs> so ultimately here, Sasha ends up, uh, or Sasha and Rosita end up showing up and, to break him out. And we talked a lot bit about this. And he's like, I never asked you to uh, help me escape. I don't want to fucking escape. Leave me the fuck alone. Because he's smart. Because he's smart. He sees this as, as what? How far are we running? You know there's a dead body right here that we can't get rid of that quick and easy. And at any second, somebody else could walk through that door, which two people actually do 30 seconds later. So how far do you think we're going to get? We're going to run out? Have you thought this through? Is there a car waiting? Where are we going to go once we leave? And you know how long it's going to take for us to get there? Because they're going to jump in their cars and come right after us because they think I'm really fucking important right now. What the fuck is wrong with you two? I'm, I just want to address something directly, Atari. Atari Dad, you are 100% right. Joe and I were actually in, in the midst of everything. We, ha we, had a, we all stopped, took a shot, looked at the bill, and we're like, holy fucking shit. I'll say a number. I'll say a fucking number. I went as cheap as you can get, and it's fourteen thousand dollars. Fourteen thousand. Someone said he had a death in the family. You know how fucking expensive a funeral is. We were having bets on how expensive it was. Joe undershot. I was way. He was way under, off. Undershot. I was like, what, twenty five hundred? Yeah, he was twenty five hundred. Okay, so so ultimately in this scene. Well, to be fair. To be fair. The rest of the money was spent years, what, ten years ago, and it was only about twenty five hundred. No, it was ten. It was we we we'll talk about this at the end. No, but no, I mean, I mean, what this week, like what had to go out of pocket now, not what had to go out of pocket. Nine hundred because <laughs> because I paid for it. It's it's no one. Ten years ago. Ten years ago, and it was ten, and inflation yeah. made it go to fourteen. So I had to pay like nine hundred and whatever. No one has to hear about this shit. But but ultimately, you're right. I'm sorry, Atari. You're 100 right. Money is fucking ridiculous. Anyways, so we get to Eugene being a bullshit man. Eugene runs off. Sasha ditches Rosita and runs in, and we get the gunshot thing. And then Rosita starts running down the street, all cryy faced eyed and uh and a shadow like figure is appearing in the in the sunset which is to her. obviously dwight is it dwight or daryl is it could be daryl it could it's be daryl it's not that's why they didn't show it to us it's definitely not daryl it's dwight who's out looking for daryl we see him leaving like an episode before yeah. where he's where he's been tasked with Go find Daryl or don't come back and or whatever I, the fuck. And I just want to be clear. I'm not saying feel bad for me. Thank you very much for your kind words. I'm just saying it as a ridiculous, the big Lebowski's right. We're not, I, I might be bereaved, but I'm not stupid. Funerals are crazy expensive. <laughs> crazy. Forget all the sadness or whatever. I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about that. Thank you, everyone, for your good wishes. But fuck Al. It's like getting bent over and fucked in the balls with a fucking ice pick during funerals sometimes with money. But whatever. Uh, so, so yeah. So, Joe, uh, at the end of this episode, you think it's for sure, like 100%. You think we didn't see who it was, so it has to be Dwight? It's, it's definitely Dwight. It, it looked like Dwight. The silhouette looked like Dwight, not Daryl to me. Yeah, me I definitely think and especially because it's we see we see Daryl back at town where where did where did they go? Like how long is it gonna take him to get there and then find them? Like just luckily he runs into Rosita. it's Dwight. Dwight's in that area. Dwight's supposed to be out looking for Daryl now. That's what he's been tasked for. Uh, he also runs around with his crossbow. We know that the crossbow that Daryl currently has was given to him by Dead Boy from la the guy that died last week. Gave him his crossbow mm -hmm. at Alexandria so that uh, Dwight still obviously has Daryl's. It's, it's Dwight. It's definitely Dwight. We know that, and we know that, that Dwight is off on his own somewhere doing something. 
And where is he? He's out listening to, wait, do I hear someone crying, beaten foot down the middle of a fucking street in the middle of the night? That's definitely not zombie running. And who that is. And we've already had situations earlier in the season with De- with Dwight kind of sexually harassing Rosita. So it only only makes sense that she in that situation would bump into Dwight. Yeah, I mean, it makes no sense that 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 Rosita would run off crying and and like literally run off crying. I don't. I, I such a horrible character. Uh, failure like for for her like so out of character as far as I'm concerned for the way they've written her on the show now Joe coming in at this point leading into the final two episodes of the season what are you hoping to see what are some of the things you think you're going to see any of our main characters going to die what do you expect in these final two episodes I'm I'm completely done with, with I have no idea what do I expect to see I expect to see boring ass shit I expect to see a bunch of heart to heart shit about uh, with with characters that really have nothing to do with each other, like Rosita and Sasha. <laughs> like, they, they, I, don't know. I have no expectations for anything good from this show currently at the moment because it's been so long since I've had an episode where I I I, I didn't have to say, well, this is the best episode of this season so far, but still, I didn't really like it. It wasn't awesome, like. I haven't had an episode in so long where I was like, fuck yeah. I so, was, I was I almost know. there last week. I, I, I liked last week's episode a lot in general, but, but I agree with you. I, I haven't had a point. I'm hoping that in these final two episodes, they pick up the pace a little bit and kind of pick up the progression and the tempo, so to speak, leading into the beginning. Because I think the big episode, is, I said this before, I think the big episode is going to be 8-1, which is the 100th episode of The Walking Dead. I think they're all leading up to like a big action-packed episode for that episode. So I think next week is going to be progressing the war, getting all the places and pieces in place. I think we're going to stop at almost every location next week, minus maybe Carol. We won't see Carol till the season finale. And maybe you saw her in the previews. I'm trying to remember. I th- don't think we saw Carol in the preview. I expect, so I expect these, I expect these final gonna, two ep- Joe, I, I expect these final two episodes to at least be fun and at a quicker pace. Okay, this is this is what I I suspect that you're probably right about eight one being the hundredth episode, so that's going to be the war episode. So basically, what they'll do is, uh, for the last episode of, or for like the second to last episode, we're obviously going to have uh, some some oceanside gun collections and and bigger bigger army collection for next next week and then maybe they bring a bunch of people down they get the junkyard people the kingdom alexandria and the hilltop are all going to have a big meeting and then we see negan start rolling out in the final episode so we know that all our armies are together and negan is going to go do something or go find you know for some reason he's got to take a bunch of people and he's going to go harass either alexandria or the hilltop or something like that and that will be the end of our season it will be a, a really like just benign season finale come back for what ends up being the the fight or lack of fight for i don't know does i just i i i can't speculate at this point does rosita die by the end of the season too no rosita's alive rosita rosita makes it out of the season alive um i think i think most of our main characters all of our honestly i don't see anybody dying i don't see them killing aaron i don't see them killing you know Tara, I, I see 
the only main character for the rest of the season that goes at this point is Sasha. I think everybody else is safe. I really do. I really think they are all 100% safe. Okay. Maybe we get a peripheral death like like Greg. I don't even think that's going to happen. Not this season. That'll, I think Ma- I think Maggie kills. I think Maggie kills Greg because in the preview it's season. in the preview it seems like he's going to try to kill Maggie, but I know previews are deceptive. But I think Maggie. Well, okay. They they might go that they, okay, you know this this spoilers that I, I might hit on here, but they might go that direction this season. They might go that direction sooner, but you know I, I think that it, it that would be a good thing if they do that in the next two episodes. If they have uh, Maggie kill Greg in the next two episodes, I'll be okay with that. I, I wouldn't be upset with that whatsoever. I think that would be okay. Okay, so every everybody, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, in the live motherfucking chat, you guys have been amazing as always. Thank you for the support tonight. Thank you for all the funny fucking amazingness. Joe and I will be back next Sunday to talk about the second to last episode of this season. Also, have to say, if anyone is into Into the Badlands, excuse me, you can check out on Dirty Issues. Our friend Taka, who is on a couple of episodes ago, recapping, is doing recaps of that show, if anyone's interested in that. I have not watched it yet. I don't know what season two, episode one, is going to be like, but I look forward to watching that tomorrow. And uh, let's go into the live motherfucking chat. Phil is my spirit, and I love you, Robert. Big up to the live motherfucking chat. If anybody, we'll, we'll stall for a little bit. If anybody wants to call in, obviously no uh, no have to, but if anyone wants to call in and leave a voicemail right now uh, as we start to wrap things up, 781-990-8509. We'll play it at the end here. If not, we'll start to wrap up things. Nick Diaz, can't wait to see which new show you guys touch on after The Walking Dead is over. At the first new show that's coming up, I think, there, we'll talk about a lot of stuff and we're going to be doing a lot more content coming up soon. But the next big show that's coming up for the channel after The Walking Dead is, of course, Better Call Saul, which is coming up very soon. And I believe Cannot it. Wait. Love that. I one. think it starts in oh. April, and our lot will be doing recaps on Monday nights and sometimes on Tuesday afternoons too. When well, are we getting into season three here of Better Call Saul? Yep, season three of Better Call Saul. And everybody, if anyone it cares so much right now, we might talk some Walking Dead after this fact. But if anyone's just here for Walking Dead discussions. Uh, have a good night. Thank you so much for joining us. Come back next week. We may get into some um, random bullshit conversation from this point on. It's kind of, let's just consider this free, free form, whatever. But yes. And uh, good night, everybody. Good night. Blah, blah, blah. Yay. Okay. Yay. Yay. <laughs>